Welcome to this, our last episode of Hiatus and the final through the balcony callback session. Now, there is an original version of this intro that I was super tempted to leave because I definitely stated that I would probably update it when I finally released it. God, I hate it when Past Adam is right. I'm actually to this day pretty proud of this session as it set up everything that was going to follow it and kind of cemented the path we were going forward with. Before I had to worry about things like copyright and music licenses, there was a different song for the ending, but besides that, this one is the same as it was back then, and established the format we use to this day. In a few weeks, we will return to our regular sessions. Thank you everyone for sticking with us through all of this. I hope this blast from the past has been fun for you, or at the very least filled in some questions you had about our old adventures. From this point on, it's back to our old antics though. Or new ones? Whatever. Just enjoy. Alright, we're all ready to go. I'm Taylor and I play Kizzy, the Tiefling Cleric. I'm Luke and I play Olik, the Half-Orc Barbarian. I am Tim and I play the two-foot-tall Halfling Rogue Thorn. Rachel, I play the Human Bard Absinthe. I'm Dan and I play the Tiefling Eldritch Knight Time. All of you have learned so much in the past three months since you left the Great Hall Tavern and headed out into the Unforgiving Desert. You enter the tomb of Spawneth, one of the eternal kings of the long-fallen kingdom of Akenia. You found him clinging to his semblance of life in the buried crypt and fought him to claim the Emerald Heartstone in his possession. He left you with some doubts and worries, however, claiming that Bitsy was working for the Betrayer. You could only assume that he was referring to the other, another king, but even that made little sense. With more questions than answers, you pressed on. Sometime later, you found yourselves facing another of the kings, in a different part of the desert, Gabranth this time. From him you learned little, but the secrets of his tomb revealed an ancient devastation predating even Akenia. You did recover the Ruby Heartstone and returned once more to the Wizard Rastin. The final tomb lay beneath the shattered mountains north of the desert. The tomb definitely belonged to Baratheth, the one that the others had called the Betrayer. But it had long since been destroyed, and now lay empty around you. Gathering the information you needed, you made a stop at a temple belonging to the mountain spirit Condon. Now you're waiting as Rastin prepares for what could be the last stretch of this mission. You're all gathered in the common room of the Bitsy Spider to pass the time. Olik is holding the Sending Stone in his hand, one that has pr provided information to someone unknown and has left your party focused on time, who knew about his existence all along. <laughs> I wanted to say all along, just most. Very early on. Time. And just so you guys yeah. know, Bitsy's not there. Once you guys started. Yeah. Too much. And it's evening, right? Oh, I mean, the evening. good news, we're not dead. It's not us I'm worried about time. I don't understand why you kept this from us, and I won't pretend, but um, in the future, if you wouldn't mind telling us more about what you find of magical items, I feel like that would be a really good step forward for the party. I can work on that. Speaking and of knowledge of magical items, you, uh, how's this book you keep looking yeah, at? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Well, <laughs> so you can shut your trap. I don't ask you about your secret organization. Um, I don't have what a secret organization? organization. The one in the basement? If you're talking yeah. about the Black Mantle, they're not exactly that secret of an organization. Yeah, well, I still don't ask about it. Well, you can ask all you want. want to I don't want to. Book. Too bad. I'm out of here. Didn't soon leave. I'm not going to stop talking about this book until you tell us a little bit more about it. It's mine. It's private. That's your. It's my business. Well, I'm, I'm going to start drinking Maybe your business, but I think it might have an effect on us all. Until you convince us otherwise, I'm going to keep thinking about it. You can think about it all you want. Okay. Selfie so takes a drink. drink. 
We're Whatever not is this. in this book has no effect on anyone alive. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? Because it's private. What's so private about it? Because it's mine. That doesn't make it private. Busy has something in it, though. Well, not that Busy knows. Convince me that I shouldn't be more interested in this book. Because you're not going to understand anything in it anyway. That's fine. I've found lots of things I wasn't interested in that I suddenly became interested in. For some reason, I don't trust you anymore. No. Maybe you never should have. What's good to know? What's Absinthe doing? I mean, what have I done that has earned anyone's trust? We traveled and we did music and it means nothing to you. No, it does mean. That means... And I'm leaving. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's outside waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Just standing Just outside. Like, <laughs> me and Kizzy... <laughs> You said, I'll play music with you if you're so determined to she hits her face against her shield. <laughs> you're determined to keep everything to yourself, you can do it alone. So it's just uh, Olek drinking with Selkie. <laughs> drinking, drinking, drinking. Thorn's still here. Yep, Thorn and Timer are still there. Staring Girl each other down. And you're not there anymore, but she left when you guys started, like, when you really... She, she was like, like the I'm going started. to see you. Yeah. Is yep. the alchemist still around? Uh, are you asking Selkie? Yeah. Stibbin's up she somewhere upstairs. I'm gonna I go upstairs. I don't, I don't bother Stibbin much. Stibbin's weird. Stibbin's great. Has he been screaming a lot lately? No. Oh, okay. She did. Yeah, she. You gonna go talk to Stibbin? Yeah. <laughs> Just boom, slam whatever I was drinking. Constitution saving throw, please. He was drinking the cheap stuff. <laughs> he has. He's imitated slamming down like eight. So. Uh, that is a 17. Alright, you're not, you're not feeling too, too affected by it. Yeah. Alright, so you go, uh, knock on Stibbin's door. Yes. What do you want? Uh, uh, it's me. Open the door. <laughs> me is not descriptive. Uh, it's Oleg. Open the door. <laughs> door opens. There's a little gnome saying, what? Uh, how's, how, how's that mushroom, mushroom brew going? Good to see you too. It's fine. Me I have a couple vials of it if you're interested. Uh, yeah, no, I'm totally interested. I'm gonna take those. She hands you five vials of screaming mushroom poison. Awesome. Yeah. You need PR at all times. Is there anything else you want? Um. What, what are you doing? Alchemy! <laughs> and you can see in the room behind Stibbin, it's, it's dark in there. There's some small fires going, and there's some beakers and some chemistry equipment and alchemy working in the background. You see some bubbling and such, obviously, hard at work. Uh, can I come in? Why? Uh, I don't want to be downstairs right now, and, uh, I don't know, this stuff's cool. Sure, you can help me. Okay. All right. I need you to watch this flame very carefully. All right. When it hits a point where it turns blue, I need you to tell me immediately. All right, tell you when it turns blue. Too late, it explodes, too early, and it's ruined. Okay, right away when it turns blue. Right. Make an alchemy check. That is, is that is actually the point. I have never rolled the... How about a nine? Yikes. <sighs> um, we hear an explosion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you do. Make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, uh, since I can see it, 
No, you no, can't. I can't see You it. failed to uh, see it. Okay, fine. <laughs> he got distracted. Started thinking about his mom. What a nine! I another one. You take nine fire damage. Okay. Uh, Does the door light on fire? You, you, you hear kind of a boom from upstairs. Dust shakes down from the ceiling. Dust shakes down from the ceiling. Selkie just keeps polishing the bar. Doesn't even <laughs> react to it all that much. This must be a fairly common thing then. And so the smoke kind of clears. You're you're coughing, and Stibben is standing there just staring at you. Out. <laughs> we'll walk out. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm carrying the dragon blood and all that. Now Bitsy's wants a bag of holding. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I was just hanging out with a gnome. So okay. I'm, we'll walk out. Alright. You can hang out in this hall upstairs. You can, technically, you own this place, so. No. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to walk out like, aww. <laughs> just go back downstairs. You I'm come assuming downstairs. I'm comically blackened from the explosion. Yep. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> no eyebrows. No eyebrows. You're missing an eyebrow. <gasps> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> You're missing your eyebrow. Right eyebrow. Right eyebrow. You're just like... <laughs> sit back down and start drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> Salki just kind of stares at you, shakes her head a little bit. How our little tiefling has grown. It's like, you know you're paying for all that. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Would I be able to get that third Rocky Talkie just so I can make sure it's not being tracked? Sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> it had my name on it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to want to give that up. I'll give it back. I just want to make sure it's not being tracked. Okay, I'll slide it next to me on the bar. Okay. That be an arcana check, a perception. Arcana check. That's a 15. You don't notice anything different between this one and the others in your set. You, You do check it over. You don't see any additional runes. You don't see any other kind of etchings on it. Other than maybe some variation in the stone itself. There's not, they're identical to the other two that you have. Okay. I put all three on the counter and slide them over. Okay. I'll just, like, <laughs> slide my arm up and slide them more in front of me. Oh. They're not being tracked. There's only three. Do whatever you want with them. Okay. But I'm going to put one in my bag. I'm going to slide one across the bar to Selkie. I'm going to toss the other one back to time. Okay. Do I catch it? <laughs> Does he catch it? No. I do! <laughs> Should have given it to Thorn. He's the one who usually does our scouting. Thanks. Also, I probably wouldn't worry too much about your mom. That seemed to be a pretty small cult. And if they really wanted to hurt us, they probably would have tried to kill us right away. They probably want to do something. Just talk, or they probably want us to do them a favor at some point. Yeah, I know, the note did say something. That's true, but the older they grow, the. It's lucky if they don't get taken out by something bigger. I mean, so they had a vivisector, and they've had time. <laughs> you have no evidence that time's working for them yet. Uh, I mean, like the actual passage of time. Not. I, I yeah, know. Yeah. So, absence and Kizzy, what are you guys doing? I'm speechless, absence. I mean, I can't even. <laughs> Goes into a long monologue about all of the She's things. She's heading back up to Kayla's. Yeah, I'll just. Okay. Just Would listen. Go? Yeah, yeah, no, Would I she... know. But uh, Kizzy wants to go find Bitsy. She's worried. 
You went back to Kalos's hiding tree? No, I found a tree. We'll find it. Okay. So we can't find Bitsy. Ah, <laughs> oh, now I'm really worried. I'm just yelling at trees. Bitsy! <laughs> <laughs> Well, all the princes have trees on their properties. Well, what time is it around now? It's it's late. Ten, eleven. It's getting late. Two moons showing pretty bright in the sky tonight. One sliver of a moon, and you can't see the shadow moon tonight. And in the distance, you hear Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) It's more like crying. I'm just kidding. If there would be trees at Kayla's, it should probably just be as we go there. I mean, you've you've been there enough that you know there are trees there. All right. right. (laughs) You you went to a tree, you probably are friends with this tree, even, because you've hung out here enough. Tree friend. (laughs) So you guys do go back. Bitsy is, if you guys search for her, you could find her in one of the trees on Kayla's guest grounds. Kayla's is Kayla's. Bitsy, are you sleeping? No, no, I'm not sleeping. Are you okay? I'm just... A bit homesick, Aww. I guess. I don't understand that, but I will try to. Well, you see, it, it's been a long time since I've seen my tribe, and... Well... I guess I thought that we were kind of a little bit of a tribe, and it made it easier <laughs> to, to, to deal with. In my tribe, we don't, you know, normally have trust issues and things, and didn't think we did either. So yeah, I'm just missing, just missing my tribe a little bit. Um, I'm even more <laughs> mad at time now. Because <laughs> he's sad. And I mean, I guess part of it might have been my fault. I mean, I have been trying to keep an arm's length away at times, but. Just because I don't exactly know what the spirits have in mind, you know. Um, I really think but... that's different than purposefully keeping stuff that should have been shared. Well, we can't change what happened in the past, absolutely. We can only hope for what can that be in the future. I guess sometimes I like to come out here and, and, and look at the moons, because I know at least we're under the same moon. Yeah. <laughs> My heart! My dark little heart. Well, Bitsy, I bug you, and if you want to come in, we'll be probably up for a little bit longer. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else people would like to do tonight? Well, I'd probably argue with time for a little bit longer, but uh, (laughs) after that scene fruitless, I'd probably head back up to the palace. All right. Time, what about you? Uh, I'm going to work a little bit on music, at least writing stuff down, and then after there's at least a definite enough distance between me and Thorne, I'd probably head up to the palace as well. All right. So you all eventually find your beds. You None of you have a, a really bad night's sleep, but for each of you, there's different emotions kind of going through your heads. Bitsy, you're, you're still kind of feeling lost from your tribe, and you knowing what's coming tomorrow, you're, you're a little bit uneasy and just really hoping for the spirit's guidance. Kizzy, you have this, this anticipation in your chest. Not, not like anxiety. You, you felt this once before when you were getting ready to leave the mother house in Dalsena. Kind of that anticipation that something big is, is happening. You're on the right path. Uh-oh. Olek, you're worried about your mother. Despite what people... Any any comforts people have said to you, you're still very concerned about her. Yup. Thorn, you 
are just you you have your your frustration that you're feeling but you're you, you're meant to be prepared for the day ahead knowing that you've got other you're going to be working for Raston and you've got the this final leg ahead of you absinthe you're just kind of sitting there what could happen tomorrow and you're trying to play out this epic adventure in your head of what could possibly happen with all these things that have come before in time you're knowing the things that you know and you, you think through all the tombs you've been through and you, you do feel a little bit apprehensive of, of what's coming up. Uh, question. How smelly is Ven? Smells like a wolf. I mean, bad smell or a pretty clean wolf? He looks up from licking himself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, he's doesn't smell like foul. I mean... Okay, that's fine then. If he smells stunk, I was going to try to push him into the pool. <laughs> You'd have wet dogs or wet wolf right. smell. Yeah, but then he would be forced to clean himself. <laughs> so you all wake up in the morning. I know that Kizzy has her date I with Killer. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> Got several stab wounds to the back. No, not tonight. Slightly poisoned. <laughs> Double screaming mushroom. <laughs> just your time screaming in the night. <laughs> then silence. All of us just like, whatever. What, what are you guys doing? Oh, just killing time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what would you guys like to do to prepare yourselves for this evening? like to give everyone even time thank you an inspirational speech all right all of you gain eight, eight temporary hit yeah. points for the day ahead of you time at some point i would like to go check that shop again just in case it's empty still i would yeah. not show my face there <laughs> ben doesn't follow you into the city today okay that's fine you could have taken him to meet gowie i, I haven't met gowie you could have gone to meet Gowie. I don't know about Gowie. Thorne, what about you? You have any preparations? I'd probably look into selling uh, the things that we got. Okay. So after that, I would probably just head to head to wherever we're going. So just the, the gems mostly? Yes. I think it was really all that we had. That was yeah, there was the robe of useful items, but I kind of assumed you guys were going to keep that. Yeah. yeah. I guess I get it appraised and figure out what's on it. I think we already know yeah, what's on here's, it. Here's your list of what's on it. I'll just use all the useful things. Do you have to be attuned to it to, to use the items? No, you just have to be wearing it. <laughs> Lots of items. At some point, I'd like to go talk to um, Absinthe. Um, I'm a jerk. I know that. I will can try. This, can this be while her and I, or Absinthe and, and Kizzy are getting ready to leave to go see Killa about the armor? I guess if that's like the only time I can sneak in. I am a jerk. I know that. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna apologize for. Well, I am gonna apologize for being a jerk. I'm not. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna try to do better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to people. Um, but before last night's discovery, I was working on something. I hope you look over because I'm not too good at writing stuff for flutes. So if you could look this over at some point and give me some pointers. <laughs> oh. He knows I can't resist. <laughs> like, and I guess if Kizzy's there is, I'm, I am sorry. I'm not used to sharing. I can get at that. At all. I am. 
Thank you, Time. Um, we all have learning and expanding and growing that we can all do together. Yes. Hopefully you can place your trust in us so we can do the same. Yes, I will. I will work. I will do my best to work. Bitsy, you doing anything this morning in particular? Ben comes and sits with you today. Oh. <laughs> the one who really wants Ben to be his friend is only Ben just sits nearby, just watching her. <laughs> Olek, you wake up a little bit late. How? Are, what are you going to do to prepare yourself this morning? Uh, I'm going to go have a large breakfast and then spend some time with Ralph the Mouse. All right. It's funny because it sounds like a mob boss name. Ralph the Mouse. All right, Kizzy? Oh, um... Hopefully, Absinthe was willing to go with her to go see Phyllis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Absinthe, um, first off, I do have to tell you I have a date with him this morning, so we'll do your stuff first, and then I'm going to peace because I don't want you to be there. No offense. I guess that's understandable. You want to be determined gender? I just, um, there's just some things I need to deal with by myself, is all. <laughs> Think of that sick You're laughing. You You're back. laughing. I am. I'm allowed to. So you show up pretty much the time Killers opens. I was thinking that we get there before him. All right. You, you can get there before it opens. Knock on the door. Killer comes down looking a little bit tired, but very pleased to see you. Up late? No, this is early. Oh, whatever. But that doesn't mean I'm not pleased to see you. Ah, anyway, this is the person who I uh, put down the money for, for the dragon ah. the dragon leather. You will be extremely pleased. That was very high quality leather you, you and your friend brought me. Come in, come in. And he, he sweeps you into the shop, and he seems much more awake now that there's work to do. And he uh, goes to taking some measurements of you, and very professional about it the whole time. He goes, well, I hope it's not... Too terrible an inconvenience. It's going to be at least a week before I can get this done. It, it is going to be fine armor when it's done, I promise you. Hopefully we're alive. Yeah, we're... Oh, I gonna, hope so, too. We're going to be doing something this afternoon, so I might not see you again if it goes poorly. Well, I will be praying that that is not the case. Can someone just ask who Killer prays to? Yes, because I also want to know. <laughs> Someone's gonna have to All ask. the gods in general. They don't have to necessarily have a. Like, he's not a cleric. Okay. He's more spiritual than religious. You said there wasn't really any animals. Alligators. Is, well, I mean, like, is there any like flying bird things around? Vultures? I don't know. Something. Maybe there's an occasional bird. Yes. There's probably some. Uh, some falcons from like yeah princes. There, there's there are falcons. There are maybe you see an occasional like messenger pigeon. Definitely a couple of vultures. Mostly hanging out in the riverfront district. Near a certain bar. No, your bar's fine. How far away would you say my tribe was? A long way, thousands of miles. Thousands. Never mind then, because it only works for like fifty. If she's trying to communicate with someone, could you use sending? I don't have it. Could you? The problem with sending is you have to know the person you're sending it to. The caster has to know who they're sending it to. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I have a spell this anal messenger, but it has like a time limit. A time limit. So they can only travel so much in that time limit. And yeah. I mean, if I could somehow cast it higher, I guess it could be longer. (laughs) But it's still. So you and Killa, after she's done. After uh, he is done measuring absinthe. Uh, We're like, bye, absinthe! Have fun! 
Anything he does actually want to go have breakfast with Killa. I'm aware you want to go have breakfast with <laughs> okay. Killa. So I guess it all depends on what he wants, though, because she's not going to just like, all right, breakfast time, unless he's like, but, you know. No, you know what? He's going to make you live for that. <laughs> Your wife is right there, man. I'm aware. I, I didn't say I said that. Killa says that. So you, you go and he, he takes you to the little place he knows. It's in the, <laughs> it's in the merchant district. Oh. So you sit down. He takes you to a nice, nice little place he knows for breakfast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She'll just chat with him and tell him what she's been up to vaguely enough. <laughs> Alright. Tell her tell him where he where she went and tell him about the obsidian. It was really cool. And she'll show him the piece that she got. Because I'm guessing Rastin didn't take it. No, unless unless you wanted to keep it. He, he looked at it and he said it was obsidian and Not yet, no. Not yet. Okay. She wants to keep it. No, he's he's very interested. He 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 engages in the conversation, he asks you questions. Oh, kind of okay. he's not just like Making small talk and just like, oh, uh huh. He, he's. And they had wings. Wow, good for you. No, he's, he, he he asks questions and he understands when you're when you're more vague. He understands the adventure in life. So. <laughs> I guess yeah, he would. Eventually, breakfast ends. Yeah, she wouldn't want to keep him too long because the shop's got to open and everything. She just wanted to like spend some time with him. Her sister's there. Well, when you, when you survive, come back and we'll have another date. I look forward to it. Anything else you guys would like to do, or are we going to um, wait until... Uh... Um, I'd like to commune with the spirits. Okay, roll... Mm. Which spirits are you trying to commune with? Obi. So what what method are you going to use to commune? Whatever methods I have. Well, you, you can either just do the, the, the concentrating on the amulet, or you can do the whole um, ritual thing. No, I won't do the ritual thing. Okay. Roll a wisdom check for me. Because you have been... In general, very unsuccessful in communing from within yeah. the desert itself. Uh, ben is sitting there watching you commune. Shot. <sighs> I don't know that. What did you roll? I don't know. It was kind of sideways. But... Well, then roll again. See, it doesn't lay flat. Is it? Turn your book. I can't okay. tell either. Oh, woo! Well, there it lay flat. <laughs> What'd you roll? A one. For whatever reason, today you just are out of sorts and you just can't quite commune. So you're all going to wait until evening? Uh, I'm going to kind of go around town to see if I can find any warding stuff. Warding stuff? Warding. I'll roll an investigate check for me. That's a seven. You are not able to find anything sure. looking around town today. I tried. How does my spirit animal work? I meant to tape the thing up here somewhere. You, ha- you, have seen- you saw your spirit animal more when you were in the mountains. Again, when you've been in the desert, it's been a very rare thing. Okay, so I can't like summon it? Right now, you, you could try, um, because you're in a spot where there is some nature. It's kind of magically induced nature, but at least there's trees. Oh, I can for that. The qualification for nature. Is there trees? Yes. Nature. Well, that's a little better. Good 20. Okay. Wait. You sit down and you concentrate again, and you do feel a little bit of the spiritual energy, which it, it takes you a lot of effort to kind of pull it in. And you open your eyes, and your spirit creature is sitting on the ground in front of you. Oh, thank you. Um, does it... Speak? No, it's never really spoken to you much. It, it kind of chirps, makes little animal noises. And just Doesn't kind of. Understand me. It understands you. I just don't know how it works. Um, we'll make I it guess my I, my plan somehow is to kind of. Not like necessarily send like a worded message to my tribe, but just kind of a feeling even, just that they know that I'm okay. Or that they're. It, it kind of chirps. 
chirps at you, and you kind of feel like it's like like it, it's getting ready to leave, and it's kind of waiting to look for your permission to do so. Yeah. It leaves. As you see it go, you, you see Ben sitting there, still just staring at you. Why is he keep staring at me? I guess we talked to him. We're doing stuff later today, though, aren't we? You are doing stuff later today. Is there any place in the market that sells, like, flowers? Yeah. I'm gonna go get some flowers. Okay. And I'm gonna go to the bar, and I'm gonna give them to, uh, to, to our, our alchemist friend. Be like, sorry for the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Do you say an explosion? Yeah, I say the explosion. Thank you. This is a rare flower. I might be able to use this for something. Thank you very much. <laughs> Starts analyzing the flowers as they t- take them back. No. Perfect. Um, yeah, I would. Did we want to give her the stuff that I had? Would we want to give her? Yeah. Oh, the, the oh yeah. The blood. dragon's blood. And the mist. Oh yeah, the mist. Yeah. And then the teeth and the claws. There's high. Or you guys took the high, but there's yeah. teeth, claws, mist, and dragon's blood. Oh yeah. I don't know if Killa wanted the payment. And there's part. also thread cream poison. Oh, we have thread cream poison. It's just written down. I'm assuming so. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You want to mark off? Oh no, he said he would take the other money yeah, at, but the, at I delivery. I deserved it. I mean, it's not yeah. like I just was like, "Here, let's throw this in the bag of holding." Like, <laughs> just a bag. Like, it's not a good way to store that. I mean, like, she's an herbalist. She knows how to store that yeah. stuff. <laughs> so I, I guess I do. We want to leave that with them. With her? Yeah. Might as well. She can make some cool okay. stuff with that. So us. I'll leave the mist, the dragon's blood, the fairy cream poison. Yeah, I'd hang oh, on to the teeth and claws. I'm sure we can get something else for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't need the teeth and claws. Those those aren't so much alchemical, but I can definitely take a look at... I'll take one of the vials of blood, and you can keep the others, and I'll see what I can do with this. Okay, does she want any of the mist or the fairy cream poison? I can maybe refine that poison for you and take the poison and the mist. So eventually you all gather back at what's kind of become your home. Your temporary home. And we, I guess we rested? Rastin said he'd meet you. Oh, that's right. Remember, he said he was going to rest. He's sleeping for once. <laughs> He'll like sleep for six days. He hasn't been sleeping right for like ten years. Well... <laughs> at least ten years. He's... <laughs> Sleeping a little better since I dropped. No. Since you what, Pixie? I didn't give him any tea that happens to help people sleep, whether they want to or not. I guess I would make contact with the shade mantle and see if anything interesting was happening, and maybe check in with the market guild or the the merchants guild. There's, they kind of give you regular news about town. There's nothing any different than the usual. Thievery and stuff about town, ra- no. random jobs. That... No cultists or anything? No, they said they've been on watch for cultists. They have not seen any. Oh, if Oleg and Kizzy are together at any point, Oleg, I just wanted to remind you that we do know Rastin. He knows how to teleport people. Yeah. And if he doesn't, he knows somebody who does. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that we have a way to get to your mom if you want to check on her. Or at least you do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think that we haven't cast her from our minds. Yeah, scrying on your mom may be kind of awkward. Yeah, <laughs> I would not advise that. Well, <laughs> maybe certain times of the day would be okay, I guess. But From Oleg's knowledge, it doesn't matter. No. Oh, yeah, her profession. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be real awkward time. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be real awkward. 
Color is just starting to leach out of the sky when Rastin enters the guest chambers. This isn't the Rastin you're accustomed to seeing, however. The light robes you've seen him in are replaced with heavier, dark gray robes bearing the crest of Dulcera. His eyes are filled with determination, and for the first time, he actually looks more or less his own age. Behind him, you see two other people, who you've, all, you've seen before. Abal and Oriana. Abal's also kind of given herself over to more battle-ready appearance. Still kind of purples and reds, but a much more close-fitting leather vest. You see her rapiers are at, at the ready. Oriana's still wearing the same full plate armor with, with the dents and repairs with the crest of coral, the god of mercy, emblazoned on the front. I, uh, I say good evening, bright eyes. She just looks at you. <laughs> Is that flirting? Is he flirting with her? I don't know. Abal probably laughs. Abal does kind of smirk. And... <laughs> good luck with that one. So Rastin the Dirt, are we all ready for this? I've asked Abal to come with us in the event that we can use another arcanist. <laughs> and where Abal goes, Oriana goes. So. The more the merrier. Are you expecting us to fight something? I wouldn't count it out. Have we not fought something in the place we've gone so far? Just, you know. I, don't, I don't know what to expect. We are... <laughs> we are looking for a trigger to get the kings out of the amulet. Nothing that my bag of beans can't handle. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't along, remember that. Along with the cloak of useful items. It's just, we look We're going to take the bean and put it in the cloak. And it's just like a trophy being like, congrats, you win. Yes, <laughs> but see, the, the look on my face beans. isn't so much out of terror for, oh, it could ruin my plans. Like, it could oh, kill you guys. Kill yeah, it could kill like, all it of is us. As, it is as likely to hinder you as it is to help you, so. Which is yeah. funny because that hasn't happened to us yet. We used it once. One out of one. We're good. <laughs> You're here at 100%. <laughs> Which is ironic considering that was supposed to hurt us. So you're all ready and follow Raston. He takes the lead and he leads you out to the front gate. Because he's definitely pretty generous. Okay. Like twice today. <laughs> and he leads you down to, to a do set of docks that you haven't been to before. They're right off of the, the merchant district where it meets the river. And there's a ship waiting in a dock for you, and you recognize another figure standing there. It's the, the black-armored elf, Zandon, who you guys have come to know as the princess's guard. Is she there too? Nope. You don't, you don't, you don't see her. <laughs> the ship's a little bit odd. It has no sails, no oars, no crew. There's enough room for all of you to fit comfortably on it. Rastin gets on, and then a ball follows, and as you all, all board, it doesn't really seem to shift its weight underneath you. It seems very solid as you get on. There's a, a black cloth covering kind of part of the front the sides. With a sailing background, does this look like a ship, or does this look like some weird it thing? It is boat-shaped. Okay. It's like a barge. Looks like a barge, but I mean, it's, it's for the river, but you, you don't see any way it's going to repel itself, and that, as someone who's familiar with the boats, weirds you out. Zandon stays on the dock, and Rassen says, we should be back by morning unless something goes wrong. Yeah, it's dark. You take care. Of, you take care of the princess. What is nighttime? Once you're all aboard, including Ven, who has been following Betsy. Apparently, you're good with dogs too. The ship gently moves away from the docks under its own power and direction. Zandon watches until you're a little bit out on the river before he takes off and starts back towards Kalos's palace. How is this boat moving, Rastin? There is a bound water elemental that directs it. 
Is that a normal thing, or is that kind of messed up? It's higher level magic. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> I mean, it depends on your figure. Did it do something wrong? No, it's just bound to surface for the time being. It's like how you bind demons to do stuff. How there was it? probably a contract. Because we all do that on a daily. <laughs> uh, I can't do that. It, it's a it's a common practice in higher magic. The boat moves without really any resistance to the water. Rounding a bend in the river, the city fades from view, and you kind of move towards the cliffs that the higher parts of the city are built on. You can kind of see some of the light from the city reflected against the darkening sky, but the, the, the cliffs kind of rise above you. Towards the south, there are kind of higher canyons, and the river cuts through those, and that's where you're going. And as you go in there, you feel the wind coming off the desert die down. It's very calm, a little bit cool down here on the water. And soon the, the broken cliffs loom before you. And where there's most of them are solid rock, there is a, a section a few miles upriver where a rock slide has, you can see a cavern opened up in the side of these cliffs. And your barge passes straight in to the great maw on the cliff's face. And soon you're swallowed up in darkness. It's like the river went up into it? No, it, this is on the side of the river. Like, okay. so there's something that the, the river's, the, the, the cliff gave way and there's something beyond that cliff that the river passes by. The water has obviously flowed into here as okay. it opened up. The only light source you have is a lantern set in the prow of the ship. So the ceiling above you is lost in darkness, even to your, your vision, Tim. It's just beyond your range. Broken pillars stand out of the water. Do they look familiar at all? No, they just look like pillars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, some reach to the ceiling, many are broken and fallen. Uh, the bottoms are lost beneath the inky water. You do see a few statues of just angelic, general angelic forms. So can all of us see this, or am I still blind? Some of you can see it in the, the lantern light. Those with dark vision can see beyond that and can see much more of the room. The, the room even goes beyond the dark vision of any of you, so you can't see the, the This wall. is too scary. I cast darkness. Why? No, I'm We're all blind. Oh, we can do that now, Cam. So all the also you see this, the, the angelic figures in just mournful silence in this dark ruin, and you hear only the faint dripping of water somewhere off in this cavern. Eventually, the barge comes to a stop against a stone outcropping, lined on the outer edge by some kind of stone banister. Kind of looking at it, you, realize this was probably some kind of balcony overlooking whatever room this was at some point. Um, it now just rests at, at river level. The boat stops just. Both boat stops completely. It, just, it doesn't even kind of like hit it. It just stops on its own accord. And on the far side of the balcony, you can see a tall, broad opening. Too square to be anything but a man-made passage. And you can see some sconces set on the wall and kind of down the hallway that are just cold and empty. Rastin and Abal and Oriana climb out of the boat. Kizzy's going to get out, too. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm going to try to peek under the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Hold her. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just jumping? Okay. No, I'm just I'm trying to be like, can you see it? Is it? Is it down there? Like, I you'd have to get your head under the water to, to uh, see it. Well, all right, I'll hold you. No. <laughs> 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 I guess I could turn into a fish, but then Rasta, you said that you guys had other people come down here before. Yes, a ball was one of them. She is, and we did a fine job too. I guess so, if you consider turning on your party members to stone, fine. Ooh. Todd did that on his own, I long believe... after we left. Oh. 
So they came back. Todd returned and turned himself to stone. Okay, well, don't that's put an that idiot. on us. Sorry, I did not mean to assume. We talked him out of turning himself to stone the first time. Wow. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> and like, that's kind of the eyes like I'm not. <laughs> She's just making sure engaging. Yeah, no, like. Okay. So Rastin, he's not being like really forced, but you can kind of sense a certain level of impatience from him. He so he starts he's, pushing on ahead. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So he takes the lead and he casts light on a stone and is carrying it aloft. He's followed by a ball and Oriana takes it the rear as all of you move into the ruins. Oriana eventually actually comes up next to you, Kizzy. I plan on taking charge of protecting Rastin and a ball. It seems that you've done well taking charge of protecting your friends. I think that if you're aware of that arrangement, I can protect those that are my charge. Easy for me. Very well. Makes it a lot easier to focus on our troublemakers versus yours. That is, that is what I thought. I don't know what we are looking at moving forward. We, we never were able to press as far in as we're going to be going. So. How far is the light casting? It's a, it's a 20 foot. I'll try to stay to the edges of that, but ahead. I'll try well, I'd like to stay ahead, but I don't think I'd be able to stay ahead necessarily not knowing where to go. Okay. Like, is it a straight path, though? Right now it is, yeah. Okay. I think it is, while, it is... while, while it's a straight path, I would try to stay ahead, but when we got to a, a fork, okay. I'd probably stop. All right. You, you do notice that a ball and Oriana and Rast, and there's a little bit of familiarity. They're not, so, they're not looking around so much. It's like, oh, we've seen this before. There's carvings along the wall and pillars as you move down this hallway. Anything of interest on those carvings in terms of language? It's not words. It's all okay. images. It, it It's trees and vines and, and things carved okay. in this hall. Eventually, the hallway opens up to a broad, tall passage running perpendicular to the one that you're on. And the ceiling above you is perhaps 20, 30 feet up. Again, deck, intricate carvings of, of birds and creatures. Uh, there was once a bridge that spanned this gap, so perhaps a passage over a hallway of some kind. Um, but it looks as if the bridge collapsed at some point in the recent past, and there's been a makeshift wooden bridge built across it in the intervening time. The passage below is full of water to the same level as it was where your boat wait in the same room where your boat waits for you. Bitch didn't know why the ball might though. Why there's no bridge or why there's, <laughs> yeah, why there's no bridge. <laughs> so like explosives were used to, to take the bridge out? No, it looks like it probably just collapsed under heavy weight of some kind. I forgot what did happen. Fog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Walked on it. Because <laughs> he was wearing the full plate armor and being really heavy. Full wasn't it? It was still, still full plate armor. It's still heavy. It's still... I think there was a failed roll involved. So, Rastin <laughs> and a ball crossing, like, one at a time across. Oh, okay. Um, is there a weight limit to this thing? I wouldn't recommend all of you walking across. Okay. You go last, Oleg. I'm wearing medium armor. Not that You're the big. Biggest. I walk across. Alright. It breaks under. No. <laughs> <laughs> no! Roll a lightness check. So, no, get back here, are you going to cross one by one? Think about yeah. This, that would make yeah. It be the right, you guys make it across. Like, no problem. Across the ceiling. Yeah. So, this hall continues on. Um, just kind of a continuation of the passage that was on the other side. More empty sconces at even intervals. But about 40 feet down the hall, it makes a sh- you kind of come to a place where it makes a sharp left, at a, and there's a broad iron, a pitted iron door, like kind of where that, that left is. So you have a door ahead of you, and then a, a left passage. 
Down the left passage, you look, and there's three doors on the other side and a door at the, at the far end. Probably only a 60-foot passage in. Raston turns left and heads down that hallway. What's in this door? Oh, flooded library. Oh, how unfortunate. Was it flooded when you found it? Oh, yes. So, like, if you were to open the door, it would be full of water. No, no, there's just everything in there is ruined and the, the floor is collapsed enough that... We searched it when we were here last time at this... A ball, says. We searched it. Everything in there was fairly ruined. I was Bend. quite disappointed. So you, you come down th- this passage. There's there's the seven doors in total. Raston takes... these rooms? <laughs> you, you can kind of glance in and you, oh, you see open. there's some that are open, some that are closed. There's... Certain level of dust around here. The room at the far end, you can see where part of the room has collapsed in. You see actually there's been some damage to this structure in general. Some some cracks and, and, and whatnot. Natural damage or like... This looks natural. I mean, it looks an earthquake happened or something. I mean, it looks there's like kind of a uniform crack across through all the rooms. And you can see where the wall collapsed in the far room. Not like black obsidian everywhere. No. So the, the far right door the, near, near the end of the hall, Raston walks into there. And in here, there are scorch marks all over the room. Blackened. And towards the back corner of the wall, there is the site of a controlled demolitions blast. <laughs> and there's a passage blown clear back through about a ten-foot stone wall. What in the world happened here? <sighs> demolition it's like, blast? It's like someone it made a door. Tied, wasn't it? No. Oh, it was... It, yeah. No, it was, uh... <laughs> it goes, glam rock. That's a sweet name. <laughs> Ramrock Rockenspiel. Oh my goodness. So you kind of squeeze through this passage, kind of push through that, and you see Raston go first and the ball follows. What you all eventually climb out into, you find there's a pillar leaned against the wall that you kind of have to shimmy down, and you're in a massive passageway that's easily 60 feet wide and 80, 90 feet tall. Can we see where you're supposed to come in at? No. Uh, there's actually, if you, you look up the passage, well, you look up one direction of the passage, and that would kind of be to your left getting in here. There's collapsed, okay. completely collapsed one way. Okay. And you see pillars every 90 feet down this passage, massive stone pillars, probably 10 feet across. And Raston starts walking down that right way down the hallway, still stone held aloft. See, a, a bulk has her hand more on her rapier here. And she's, she's looking around a little bit more alert. Not not anxious, but more alert. The walls here have beautiful decorations on them. Does it? Do they look anything like anything you've seen in the other? They look the s- very similar style of the mur- murals that you've seen oh. in Svanith's and Gabrant's tomb. Ooh. In fact, the scene kind of tells the story of this vibrant land Ooh. and three figures taking care of it and growing older and then passing on their crowns to younger men who then grow, go on to make the land thrive more and then pa- it's just this cycle of these old men passing down the, their their power and authority to younger men and that continuing on and a, that story continues until you see like the walls crack too much for you to continue seeing it and there's there's damage to it like a normal sense that would seem it would, would seem normal. seems very normal. Like, oh yes, my son, take on the reign and of king. Of course, the thing you, you see what you expect, there's the same colored amulet on each of these sets of men moving forward that the old man passes on this green amulet or a red amulet or a blue amulet to this younger man. <laughs> 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 
they've been they've been possessing people for generations. Yay! I wonder when Green got like his senses and thought, no, this isn't right. Was it green? No, Not green. No, it was blue. Blue. We have the green. Yeah. One. We have the green and the red one. Right. Okay. So I'm on blue. Figured out. The blue one's all sprouted. You, you don't know anything about blue. I'm assuming he's the betrayer. Well, that's a fairly well, safe assumption at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's a nature, he's magic, and it's like, what is he? Blew up a mountain. He yeah. blew up a mountain. Yeah, there's a good chance. So, yes, again, the story becomes eventually obscured by cracks in the wall, but you you get the gist, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to save us. I hope there's not a bunch of people in there. At a cer- certain point, you see kind of a, a hole through a wall. Looks perhaps like something burrowed. Through a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. What size? Large. Do we see its corpse on the ground? Nope. You do actually, you, you eventually pass what you see, and they kind of appear out of the darkness, kind of shapes of insect carapace Did ben corpses. Did come with us? Oh yeah, Ben's with you. Oh, okay. Ben's very close to Bitsy at this point. Does he look happy? No. Okay. He looks very alert. Looks like he's hunting. Eventually, you, you pass probably 50 feet past that hole in the wall, and you come into... You actually see the light from this room before you get there. And you walk into a hexagonal room. I have a question. Does he look like he's got some freaky, chaotic hunger in his eyes? I'm just, I'm just roll, roll an insight check. <laughs> just like it's a big thing. Roll an insight check. <laughs> Maybe have we, specifically we, we have been feeding him. Right? Absolutely, have been feeding him. No, okay. that's not what I'm. That's not. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Well, my character would be concerned about that if he thought about it. Oh, Clearly, he's got crypt it. madness. It's going to kill us all. What am I rolling? Insight. This man also known as not Garm, but what's the name of that wolf thing that came and found? Uh, uh, he. He looks like he's there's this deep intent, like this. Like I'm hunting something. Yeah, but I'm wondering if it's like, you know, kind recognizable. Yeah. Maybe. He could be hunting a mouse. He could be uh. hunting another dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Are you seriously telling me this? Like, a... I wonder if Bitsy would make the connection. I knew there was something more to this thing. So damn. He's it just took dogs. me longer to get there, <laughs> I guess. My animal, animal handling check. <laughs> what kind of... I don't know what that would be. What are you trying to do? Bitsy would make the connection. Wisdom, I think. I think it's actually intelligence. Well, intelligence if you know something. Wisdom is kind of making... That's knowledge, though. Connecting things is knowledge. Isn't it intelligence, knowing a tomato is a fruit? Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a tomato or fruit salad? Yeah. So I think wisdom, check. Selling tomatoes is fruit salad is fine. Yeah. That's charisma. So, like, a 12? I think Bitsy could get there. It, w- it wouldn't be impossible for her to make that connection. Like, it wouldn't be something beyond, like, her ability to th- reason out. I don't know how she feels about having that thing that close. <laughs> exactly. So, you guys probably see, like, he's closer to Bitsy, and then all of a sudden she just starts, like, um, scooting just a tad farther away from him. <laughs> like, like, she doesn't want to be, like, super obvious about it, but, like, she's like, uh, I'm gonna walk over here a little I'm gonna s- stop and tie my boot. I'm gonna just keep passing by time. Hopefully, then I'll latch back onto time again. Oh no! What? So you now, you, so you enter this hexagonal room, and the walls in here are just 
some kind of quartz-like crystal that seems to have a little bit of an inner glow to it. There's probably about a ten-foot-wide balcony, like that's above a f- second floor. So you're there's about a twenty-foot section of it that's collapsed and fallen in to that section below. And you can see that it fell on something—a translucent white form. Sure is a thing. I guess I'll investigate it. All right. So yeah, roll investigate right now. That's... I'm going to keep that. <laughs> 17. It fell on a giant scorpion carapace. Oh, yeah. Like, 20 feet long. Um, and you all eventually kind of looking like, oh, that's that's a very large scorpion. And you've seen, like, dead scorpions, littler ones, kind of brushed off to the side with weapon wounds on them. With that investigate check, you also notice that there's a crushed stone tablet down there. No, my iPad. Does that it have, like, you know, commandments to do things or not? Do it has writing on it. Well, if it's crushed, can we read it? Or are there pieces of it that are... You could, you could mend it. Oh. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> if you could find the pieces of it, it's been fairly well damaged by this point. There's a part of a building laying on top of it, as well as a scorpion body. There are some pieces of it. There's probably, I mean, there's a chunk that's got... Some continuous writing on it, or at least enough. But you, that's down there. Times when you found that. Yeah. Can I understand any of it? Yeah, oh. actually, you would be able to. You as in time would be, time or would. okay. You <laughs> recognize it very much as part of something that you've seen before. Ah. Um. You actually see time kind of climb down this hole, or not in this hole, but kind of like down this thing, and and pick this up. We're just being all kinds of weird. I'm scooting away. You're <laughs> So you do pick it up and you kind of look at it. I know what that and, says. And so something strikes you. Mm-hmm. If this if you've, is where you've seen it, your mother was here. Oh. Find anything good, Time? We don't know. Well, if he's looking at something, I'm suspicious of Time now, so I'd be asking him what he found. Because he's just keeping I found yeah, but we don't know. some writing. <laughs> Which Part we have for us to take a look at. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Is it that common? There. No, it, it's not okay, in anything. Ooh, Rastin can read that. Rastin can read it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it doesn't say any of these three to. names. <laughs> so, he, he well, kind of I mean, takes like, it and he takes it. He's kind of has to kind of get the cobwebs out because he hasn't really been reading too much of it lately. Well, it's broken. It's not complete sentences. Svanath was the one that thought, and then it breaks off, and used them to transfer their something to see the day that the something starts with a B. That's what I got. I want to play Mad Libs with that. Can I have that back? Please, thank you. He's <laughs> just like... Yeah, the, what's written is what's written on there. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're kind of shaking a little bit, kind of like, oh, yeah, oh, by that. Mm-hmm. Like, visibly so? Probably not. It's it's more of an internal thing for okay. for him. It's like, like, oh man, screaming internally. But so on the opposite Pretty side much. of this, where this this passage came, there's a door, a very large door, and there's a very small figure in front of this door. Statue. Oh no! Is this the door? <laughs> the door is probably twenty feet tall, ten feet wide. So we don't touch it, right? I don't know. You can fit through there. I mean, like are you going to go touch dragon? it? What order are we in? I'm towards the front, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'd um, probably be Rastin and you are towards the front. A ball's there so as well. Is I... there a is there a kobold statue? There is a rat folk statue. Rat folk, right? Mm-hmm. 
There's a rat folk. Are these the rat ones? So that is what is currently on there. There's a bunch. That is what he attempted. To, you, you can see his hand is kind of at the center of that. It's a little bit farther away. Oh, we're gonna have to break that off. Um, I have a question. It's not touching it. It's a little bit oh, like. Okay. What's your question? Um, I got like a seventeen to see if like I recognize the time and might know what that in next oh, to me. Oh, kind of insight. Yeah. How have you been treating Ven this whole time? Uh, well, I mean, I'm relieved that he's not following me around. <laughs> Because <laughs> he plainly makes me uncomfortable. You, you, you kind of do notice that that Ben makes him uncomfortable, but not necessarily that like he knows anything. He he doesn't really look at Ven much. He tries to pretend the wolf's not there. I try to pretend Ven doesn't exist. Okay, if I can't. I'm not trying to be like maybe not your secrets or anything. No, I was just like, well, maybe Bits would be like fucking you, you being like, how how'd you get rid of him? <laughs> Do you say that? <laughs> no, not out loud, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I don't want to offend smart. things that are there. It's, it's, it's just a wolf. Uh-huh. He doesn't uh-huh. understand Oleg. Uh-huh. Oh. I was going to make him sweet dragon armor out of the, his sworn enemy dragon. He wanted none of that. <laughs> well, you can maybe make him a new set of armor. <laughs> his crazy skeleton, or his crazy scorpion armor. So, there is the door, and you all walk up to it, and as Rasna told you, there is this lock mechanism. There's these three rings, and the whole assembly is about three feet wide. There's Damon in the statue. Does it look surprised? Looks or unhappy? Irritated? This poor guy, none of these were right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to turn it, because if I do... It does seem that there is some kind of handprint symbol looking thing in the center, which is about where his hand is. Is there like a bunch of symbols like spread around a big red thing in the middle? Not quite, no. So is it like safe to say he's dead? He's petrified. Time is you're you're a little bit distracted, but you you kinda look at the statue and you see that there's among some of the rocks and stuff on the floor you do see a bag. And kinda next to the bag you see kind of a long metal tube with a handle on one end. I like metal tubes. <laughs> Good like dog who likes metal tubes. tubes. Who is this man? <laughs> so I go, I pick up the bag. Anyone want this? What is that? Uh, maybe it's a bag. Maybe we should leave it for Todd. What's in the bag? If we can ever make him well, back we, again. We, yeah, we could do like greater restoration, couldn't we? That could work. Right? I mean, Let's deal with what we're yeah, going yeah. on. Goes, if we make it out, I will try to restore Todd. Oh, it's coming out of his pay. As it should, um, dummy. <laughs> and I, at the failed attempt to distract people <laughs> with the bag, I'll pick up the metal tube with the wooden handle. Oh, what's in the bag, Dime? I don't know. I didn't look into it. Let's open what's it up. Yeah. You see him pick up a metal tube. <laughs> it's definitely a scatter gun. You've never seen anything like it. To any of you, you're like, what, what is that? That's weird looking. It's a metal tube with a wooden handle off one side. Can I investigate? It has a sure. mechanism at one corner, does Yeah, mechanism kind of one side. That's an 11. <laughs> you don't have... I mean, you can, like, what is that trigger thing on here? Kind of like a crossbow would have. I'm like, oh, I don't know... I look down the tube. at me, I tell him. <laughs> 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 I'm investigating. If he points it at me, I'm done. He pointed it at himself? Oh, okay. I went... Oh, no. <laughs> Please don't tell me. Are we all watching this? Because I really want us all to be watching this, but just, not saying anything. Just, just like roll a 
dexterity check for me. Uh, is it a, just a check or save? Just a throw? check. Uh, that's a nineteen. You do not pull the trigger. Flipping <laughs> <laughs> it around. One for that. As Todd does, Todd would fire a gun, drop it, pull out another one, fire a gun, drop it. There's a couple petrified on his body. <laughs> that was Matt's thing. He owned twelve shotguns, so he he had two solid minutes of, or he had like a minute, solid minute of firing guns before he ran out of ammo. And had to it is, it's Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lord. Be- before Reaper. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of awesome. So, you're standing at this door. I'm going to try to sneakily put the thing in my backpack. Time, you don't have to hide things from us. Oh, Who else wants a stupid thingy? No one. Okay, I'm taking it. Okay, everyone? <laughs> have fun. I'm putting it in my bag. I am being forthright. I mean, I've got Macy. I'm good. I'm going to tell Todd, but I don't, I don't think he'll care. Okay. If he's got if he, if he Todd, and then Bob goes, Todd, the tiefling here is taking your gun. Just one. Argue with me if you, no? Okay. <laughs> that blink one he stupid seems, <laughs> He seems so, good with it. So it's called totally a gun. Hmm? It's called a gun. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Rask goes, can we focus, please? Yes. Does anyone want to volunteer, or should I? Yeah, All right. I'll do it. Thank you. I'm waiting for this. She holds like the ambulance. And she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did, did you put the combo in yet? You know, you're no, not the only one that's touch probably it. having that reaction. Is it okay to touch the door? I won't turn out like this guy. Well, I don't think so. We we never touched it. <laughs> well. None of us that aren't petrified ever touched okay, it. Okay, so my question is maybe we shouldn't have... Because he's going to pray to erase <laughs> I mean... Here's a thought here. You are the cleric, so maybe we do somebody have the, We have the scroll not... over the Oh, do, yeah, I guess so. I don't know if that works on statue. <laughs> well, I, but... I'm fine with touching it. I'm fine with touching it, too. I just... Making sure all of my mental things are in check. But if Tom, okay, out of character, if Tom does it, he's kind of proving to the party, like, oh. hey, I'm not a big piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to really do the spinning thing. Like, right? You can do it. Like, he just, he'll but, touch it first. Yeah, I'll touch it, just to make sure it's okay. safe. Aww, okay. So I touch it. Make a dex, no, you're fine. Because otherwise I was just going to walk up. Make a little save. <laughs> you, you touch it, and he touches it, nothing happens. Just, ah! No, okay, we're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> really? Because that'd be awesome. No. <laughs> Please. Do you do touch the side and not the center where the handprint is, right? Like one of the rings, I assume. Yeah, just... <laughs> touch the, touch the center. <laughs> I, I just rotate one of the rings. Okay. Just kind of back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... You're good. Or at least that ring. You <laughs> <laughs> touched the inner and the outer one! I touched the middle one. <laughs> he moved it, there was... No. No effect. Okay. I would uh, find some rubble to take cover behind and aim at the door. There's plenty. So those don't have to be in a particular order, right? We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, um, mm. So, looking at... <laughs> I pull out this. So, just like, looking mm-hmm. at the rings, there are no common symbols to any of the rings that you see. Okay. Each symbol, each okay. ring has unique symbols. <laughs> okay. Didn't have to pull out the So there's thing. no way you can put them in the wrong order. No. Owl, whale, wolf. Yeah, there's there's no order. It's simply, do you get? Can you get the right three? Snake. I think this is it. Get the time limit. All right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, do you think that's it? Yes. Do you put your hand on the center? Hold 
on. I am double checking everything. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Did you touch your hand on the side of the door? Yes. Oh, the cleric. I know, that's what it was like. <laughs> no one stopped me. <laughs> the, 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 the center ring glows and lights up. Before I touch it or after? As you touch it. Okay. And it turns red. The center ring lights up. The, 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 the middle ring. And, it, and then it turns blue. Oh. And the outer ring lights up. And it, it turns green. flashing red. And it turns green. <laughs> and then you hear a cocoon. And the door kind of sets back in and slides up. I wasn't worried. So there's a short there's a short hall in here. Then enters into another hexagonal. Similar to the what you're what you were just in, similar size, similar shape. Just but just one floor. A little bit more of a comes up to ceiling, comes up to a point. You notice beyond this point, the stonework is very different. And color is like color and design. Make models. Make the workmanship. Everything is just feels very different beyond this door. So is it better or worse? Older. Possibly quite a bit older. Only we had a dwarf. You like you. You're not specialized in stonework. It's very different. There is a sophistication to it. You can tell just kind of by looking at it. Everything here is, in, like, before you had a lot of fitted stone kind of architecture. This seems much smoother. There are still some seams, but many fewer. And you walk into this room, and there's, in the center, there's some more of the kind of like glowing crystal that was in the room before. Rassen's extinguished his, his light spell that he cast. And there's four walls that have murals on them, but carvings, not so much murals. And then a passage going in and down. And you felt you've kind of been moving down this entire time down this long passage. But there's another passage that kind of goes in and down opposite the room where you're coming in here. What are the murals? One shows a great city built on a a river with beautiful spires reaching towards the sky. Just delicate architecture. Another shows four figures just kind of moving, moving at their business. Just kind of shows like a day in the life of this city. Another shows four... Moons in the sky. Full? Full. Four whole moons in the I'm sky. In there, right now? there are four, but one's broken. Oh, yeah, it's not broken in this picture. I'm going to space, guys. And the last shows dozens of four-armed figures standing in a field of pillars with a golden three-part object held between them. Does it look like amulety? Not really. Okay. You can't really tell. It, it, so you have, it's kind of like a six-point star, almost. Mm. Only as if you divided kind of each of the points, like, in half to make a three-part thing. Four-armed, right? Four-armed. Okay, so it's it's creatures with four arms. With not, four arms. That's four creatures that are armed. Three-armed creatures. Four-armed creatures. Okay. And so, yeah, so they're in a field with, with, so it's like a three-part kind of six-point star. It's been divided into three parts. So kind of each each third point, or every other point is kind of been divided in half to make a shape. Um, by the way, does this all look fairly like the, the, the stonework in the place we're in, does it look fine, or does it look like it's been kind of broken? Very fine. It seems to have stood the test of time better than what was out. Is there dust here and such like that? There's a little bit of dust. And it's not been disturbed, as far as you can tell. No rat folk tracks in it? Certainly no rat folk tracks, no tracks in it. What's the name of the moon that's destroyed? 
Jalasha. So there's that in this room, and there is the passage heading down. Is there any point where the moons aren't in the sky? Yep. There is, once every 21 years, there are three, all, all moons are new. And that happened this year, right? Yep. Yeah. Winter solstice this year. It did or it's going to? It did. This, this, we're in beginning of this summer. summer. So five months back. Before we started our travels. So yeah, weird explosions. So what you guys going to do? Point in time? Continue down the hallway, I would assume. All right. Is there any writing on the walls? Or There's just, no writing. Just pictures? Just, just, the pic- just the images. I would um, be looking for any type of security system. Okay. Roll an investigation check. You said there was one or... Uh, 12. You actually do find, like, as you, you almost miss it. You find, oh, there's there's a trap mechanism here. And as you, you kind of go down and you start to disarm it, you actually, as Raston approaches behind you, it disarms itself. Mm-hmm. So you got he's the magic amulets? No, he's got the amulets. He's also magic. He probably has Raston? the amulets of the kings. Do, do, is he, like, does he have them with him? Yeah, I mean, he's he's got them probably in pockets. He's got them. He's wearing his them. Neck. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, hmm, where is he? Putting? I've attuned some, to both of them simultaneously. Some glow on his. Oh yeah. If he, you, you don't see it. I mean, there's a pretty thick robe. You could ask him to pull it out. So the ambulance that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. we've got the highest Dick charisma. Joke. We'll make this happen. Yeah, Show me, Raston. <laughs> wow. I see it. Wow. Absent. So. The I guess you're going first, then, aren't you, Raston? I'm all right with that. So he progresses down. When he passes, the trap doesn't reset. No. Okay. <laughs> do you want to, st- do you want to stand out and wait? So you're, you're all following still? Yeah. Do you want to disable it, Oleg? I'm good. Okay. Holy crap. That'll be fine. <laughs> want to take that off? <laughs> Luke? Somebody take pictures. Oh. I can't because my phone's in my baby's room. So you walk in here. And is this glass? I was towards the back. That is crystal. Crystal. Oh, is that the glowy crystal? Oh, and it's colored. What so... is this thing? There's a ball. <laughs> There's a ball in Raston. Oriana will be at the back here. We'll look at the back. <laughs> Why is that something over there? Because I just start <laughs> running. <laughs> so you enter this room that is triangular in nature. The walls rise to meet at a point more than 100 feet above. And it's divided into three sections. From the midpoint on each wall towards the center of the chamber, there's a, where each of those sections meet, there's a hole right at the center. Dude. You can see passages know, right? that move off from between the other two other sections. Now, are there walls at the corner of this room? They're, they're, yeah, there are walls that come, come up to kind of meet at like a pyramid point up here. So it kind of looks like a D4. Very much like a kind of One weird shaped D4, yes. There we go. Yeah, so you have these three sections that kind of, they're triangular <laughs> sections where this hole meets the center. There's passages that go off from between the other two sections. Um, there is crystal set into the floor of each of these sections. Rubies in one, sapphires in another, and emeralds in a, in a third. Oleg's eyes turn into gems and his tongue flaps <laughs> out of his mouth. <laughs> you, can, you can kind of see, just kind of like looking at those, that there are intricate like carvings into the gems. The gems are all carved and shaped and laid into the floor. Still a lot of gems. <laughs> There's a lot of gems. Rastin and a ball come over and begin investigating one of these altar-like things. There's, towards the, the front center of each of these 
sections, there is a small altar structure. We only have two. Looks like the altars are pointing at something, aren't they? They are pointing. There's a hole in the There is a hole in the center. Can we tell where that goes? Want to walk close to it? Look down. It's a deep hole. I would not stand in front of any of those altars, like directly in front of them. Myself, I'm just saying. Because he's like, whatever. So (laughs) I'm going to walk. Rastin and a ball both begin kind of looking it over, and you see Rastin cast an identify spell on it and begin. Yeah, I'll go over here and check out that one, the blue one. You see a place to put an amulet in it? Mm-hmm. There's, there's kind of blue... It, it itself is made of kind of the same blue sapphire crystal. There's parts of it. There's parts that are stone, parts that are the crystal. Tell me this lights up. There's no reason why it would be made <laughs> the way this will light up. That wouldn't make any sense. Uh. <laughs> so Rastin spends some time examining it. I'll identify it as well. Alright, so you cast, you use an identify. Yep, I'm down one spell slot. It is extremely high level magic. Mm-hmm. It's of the. <sighs> Roll an arcana check. <clears throat> no, the DM is getting out an extension cord. Ten. You recognize some similarities between this magic and what you've seen on the amulet. Okay. The non-king portions of the amulet. Okay. You also, however, again notice there is a certain layer of magic that is tied to the king's magic. It's very slight compared to the others, but I mean, you you can tell that this entire room is part of this spell. Hmm. Detect magic. No, no. He's magically blind. The blood vessel in your eye just goes... So eventually, Rastin kind of frowns, looks at the the altar. This isn't going to be easy. Yes. I take it everyone else comes into the room at some point? What about Ven? Ven is just near. Bitsy at the moment. I'll, I'll go over onto this one. Bye! Bye, what is we next to me? I'm just gonna be looking at them gems. It's okay. If, it's you, if it was next to anybody, it should be me. Rastin and a ball kind of start talking quietly. <laughs> what do you guys figure out? <laughs> Across the way. <laughs> I think this is another trigger for getting the kings out of the amulets. Is that what we want? Yes. R- Rastin. <laughs> Oh, How much you want to bet that that hole down there goes to some ley lines? Oh, I bet good money on that. Yeah. Ley lines for what? Magic. Magic. Magic of. There should be more magic here if I it is. Throw a but... magic bean down there. <laughs> you have to plant the magic bean for it to do anything. <laughs> you have to plant it. Oh, there's probably dirt at the bottom. And water. You don't know that. You don't know that. We just need a pot with dirt, and we want <laughs> it and we throw pot. it, and it takes a minute, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, what about that? The, the I am not helping things. with this, even if I no, can't no, drink water. No, 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 we don't, we don't want to Beans do that. Beanstalk comes shooting up. <laughs> oh, oh, it would be I so was, magical. Like, we would die. People who can create water is not going to help with that. <laughs> that's a bad idea. Yeah, no one's going to. That's time saying that's well, a bad yes. idea. But you could. Us coming down here was to see if we could find another trigger because we can't. I'm not going to use these amulets to amplify my power. While they're still living inside of them. Mm-hmm. 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 Good idea. Good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it will take when this starts. I am willing to concentrate on one 
a ball of said she'll concentrate on another. Should we do them no at the same time? I don't think we have a choice. They're linked. Damn. And what about the third one? Do you think mm-hmm. it'll activate even without it? I don't know. It's not within range to be having any effect on these two. There's only one way we can find out. Should we go explore down the other passages first? I have a feeling that they probably won't go anywhere. There'll be something blocking the way. How long will it be, Raston? Give me another minute or so to look at this and see if there's another option. I'd go down and look down like, each of the hallways and see if there's anything Each there. one ends in a door. I'm, uh... How fixed are the doors? Very fixed. So, the door, this way, you come to it, and in the center of it is a very similar symbol to the one that... The three-part object that was made in the that mural you saw. It's like an indentation there. This door has a lot of burn damage on it. Mm. The stone itself isn't burned, but there is a lot of fire damage on this door. Mm. Like soot. I will probably get very close to the door. Okay. And down the other way, there is a there is another door that seems to have kind of a recess in it. That's similar similar to shape the... to the am- one amulet. An amulet, not the star thing. Not the star thing. Mm. I mean, if we did the kings out first, we'll still have the amulets and possibly open that door. Do the amulets look to have these star pieces on them? Nope. They do not. Have we seen anything that looks like, like, like that? Nope, that is the first like time you've come across perfect. anything that looks like that. Um, I am kind of nonchalantly watching. Pitsy whistling and looking over yeah, her shoulder like, at the wolf. As, as you do that, he just looks straight at you. <laughs> okay. Hi. Don't eat me. <laughs> Great, now he's going to eat you. <laughs> didn't tell him not to. Alright, so what, what you guys going to do? Well, I think I'd say that Oriana will be dealing with a ball. I will stay near Raston and help him do his thing. Alright. A ball will move here. Raston will be here. Oriana's going to stay close. She's also going to stay within range to maybe get to Raston. So, just so you know, Oriana is just like, the armor isn't like, oh, the pretty feminine for me. It is just solid armor. She looks like a total badass. Bitsy, do you want to be uh, with Kizzy and Time, or do you I'm want to be? I'm going to stay where the Wolf stays. Where since, Ven goes. since that die is representing Ven, does that make it a Ven diagram? We already yeah. tried that last time. Ven, it, well, Ven's gonna be by you. Okay. Um, he's gonna kind of be pacing back like and forth a little bit. He's 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 <laughs> watching both of the amulet altars. He's gonna try and be a floater in between. Is there somewhere you guys prefer? I'm pretty sure I push You're mobile, so you do what you I do. Get, you I do. guess I'm gonna move over here miss, as well. I'm so giant I'm close to run like I'm 95 feet yeah, over right. here just to, to watch to see if anything happens yeah. with that okay. altar. I just want to have a decent sure spread on well. this map. Okay, you guys ready for Aston and Bald start? Yeah. It's all pretty. <laughs> Raston and a ball both put the amulets into the thing. They're the, the altar, little alcove there. Close their eyes and begin concentrating. Gabranth and Svanith's sections light up quite bright. Barateth's much more dimly. From where the altars where the amulets are in, you see runes kind of slowly start lighting up along the crystal. And in front of the altar appears a semi-solid figure. I am aiming at it with my bow. Where did it go? They just appear in front of the altar. And they don't look like anything you've seen them look like before. They are both thinner. Dark, a little bit darker skinned human figures. 
whereas you've, you've seen them in a wraith form and inhabiting another body, this is very likely what they actually look like in life. So who's up for some questions? Oh, man. Good old time. <laughs> time flips open his book. No, I'm not flipping reading. open my book this Question time. time. Where, do I have a whole person? Spawneth turns around and looks at you. More questions. What is it you want to know? Oh, he remembers. Oh. oh, shit. Does oh. he remember that I'm a... Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. <laughs> I need to sit down. <laughs> oh. I didn't think this was going to happen. I'm unprepared all of a sudden. <laughs> Let's see. Let me uh, ask I, you a question. What's your purpose here? I agree. With uh, I'm here to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here... Just to, well, no, not to talk. I'm. My purpose here actually has been pretty much fulfilled. I, I know it exists. I know, I know that it's. I'm. I'm here for the ride now. Hope you're buckling up with us. Social time. surprise attack. Or attack. Hmm. Social surprise attack. <laughs> You've made it quite far. I'm rather impressed. Bring As am I. So what is this place? This is really, really this cool. This. Is the heart of Akenia. So, um, kind of going off of that, all the statues of the kings outside this room, is it you guys, like, handing down your essence to your, <laughs> your descendants, or is it actually just passing the power on more symbolically and not just yourselves? I thought that would have been clear. Yeah. Well, I, we've, been, we've been passing our souls on for generations. Okay. At this point, Ben does growl a lot of it. I take it he's, he's not looking at her anymore. No. No, he is looking at the figures. Um, and, okay. Growl. What is the beast? They get a little, like, you see kind of a flash of anger go across his face. We can't speak of it. Oh. Oh, where's the blue guy? <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, Gabranth seems much calmer than Svanath. Svanath seems a little bit more agitated. Well, if you find him, let us know. <gasps> He's missing. Yeah. He did. Right? He's we dead. We don't know what he so, did. I'm pretty sure they did. Well, and, okay, uh, and can, could you tell me more about the Convergence? <laughs> of course I can tell you more about the Convergence. I know quite a bit about it. Convergence is a point where the ley lines in the planet meet, and Akenia was built on top of it, as was this place. That's why we built Akenia where we did. So, below us is where the Convergence once was. It's not there anymore? No, it's not. And that's... that's Baratheth's fault. That's a fair assumption. So at this point, the runes reach the edge of the crystal, the ones that have been slowly expanding. Uh-oh. So I goes, I think question time is over. Oh no, we're gonna uh. die. <laughs> Roll for initiative. We should have stabbed him while I couldn't do anything. <laughs> yep. That, I mean, that was an well. excellent distraction by me. And that. <laughs> Twelve. Oh. Nine. Fifteen. Five. Nineteen. Seven. You're not going last. <laughs> I'm not um, going last. Oh. Don't forget that. I've got other party members. Yeah. Rastin's real tired. He probably a got ball. bad initiative. I don't think Rastin's going to... A ball and Rastin are both concentrating. We're going to get to them here in a second. Uh, Oriana and Ben are the other two. No. All right. So, 
on the layer's turn, both a ball and Rastin seem like they wince and power is drawn out of them into the, the altars. Oh, no. And you see kind of a pulse of energy in both Svaneth and Gabrand. Skeletons materialize out of dust. Um, bros. <laughs> I got yeah, this! This is for you. Wow, crap! You're the person to waste that on. I know! Alright, you take four damage, ignoring your critical. Olik, you take seven damage. Oriana takes four damage. It is now Absinthe's turn. <laughs> okay, what exactly am I seeing here? This place itself summons skeletons. They swirled out of dust on the ground. It was not one of the kings that did it. That is a layer action. It's like yeah, to cast crossbow bolts. Shatter. Okay. Okay, uh, so roll for damage. 20. 20. Alright, uh, the skeleton shatters. Bye bye. Um, it does seem to affect Svaneth. Obviously, he's not hurting too bad. From one blow. It is now Bonneth's turn. Oh, that's who I've been looking forward to. You did put Ven on there somewhere, right? Yeah, he's, he's the D4 no, for I'm now. On the, the initiative chart. Oh, he's on there. Well, Ven's not on there. He's on there, but he's not on there. It's not Ben? No, it's Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I finally realized what's going on. He casts a spell. And a giant angelic creature appears in the air before him. It's wearing heavy armor, shield, has a, a sword held held aloft. Doesn't seem undead at all? No. Olik, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, oh, thank goodness. Seven and a 19. <laughs> okay. No, 19 plus one. So 20. You take 10 radiant damage as this is burst of energy around it on a successful save. Does a ball get affected by it? Nope. Or that skeleton? Nope, skeleton is not either. Enemies within 10 feet. And then, he's going to stay there because he feels pretty pretty confident in himself. He's going to summon a, a weapon materializes in the air beside you. Looks very much like the Staff of Winds. <gasps> Blow twig! And attacks you. Natural 20. Uh, you take 6 damage. I have 8 extra points. Now it is his turn. Sacred Flame on this MFR. Okay. Um... He has to take, make a dexterity saving throw. He does not make it. Damage. The radiant damage just burst in it. It, it. it seems to affect it a lot. It's not doing so good. Okay. As a bonus action, I'm going to summon my weapon. Awesome. Go for it. It's up to 60 feet, so here you go, brother. And then... <laughs> oh yeah, get ready for the smackdown. <laughs> I'll attack with it. Uh, 16. That hits. And... You gonna move? I'm engaged with that thing, I can't It has not engaged in combat. It has, it hit her. Alright, it is now Oriana's turn. She's going to charge in to attack him. She hits him once for 7 damage. It is now Thorn's turn. As weird as this may sound, I'm going to attack the one that Oriana's attacking. Because I get advantage. <laughs> An 18 does hit. Okay. I then deal 19 damage. Okay. It is now... Gabrant's turn. Oh, sorry. I can move right here. Okay. Take a little bit of cover. At the end of your turn, Thorn, he's going to make Absinthe make a strength save. <laughs> What's his just that face? <laughs> 18. Not bad. All right. So you feel a really strong gust of wind push you this way towards the hole. <laughs> we didn't think about that at all. What? I totally I did. thought about I that. I totally thought about that. <laughs> Wait, I didn't how think is about it going to Kind of points and air. It's on Spawneth. End of Thorn's turn. Spawneth 
creates a wind to try to blow Absinthe into the hole using a legendary action. Mm-hmm. Someone else uses the blow twig now for him to push him back. into the hole. No. Blow twig, blow twig. <laughs> I can no. only make it go. All right, so it is now Gabrant's turn. Hey, Kizzy, could you make a charisma saving throw for me? Oh, two. confident one. Fifteen. For the second time against this same king, you feel his mind try to push into your mind and possess you, but you force him out. Whatever the rudest gestures he can, she can think of, she does it. <laughs> nice. It's not very cleric-like. It's absolutely cleric So he did. He failed to possess you, so now you cannot be possessed for the next 24 hours. <laughs> she by, laughs. By him. Is by, it by him or by both of them? It's now time. Okay, well, I'm real nervous now. <laughs> you should be. I'm going to... <laughs> after seeing that, I'm going to... Shoot him with his own bow. Okay. <laughs> in the back. Shoot him with his own bow in the back. And I'm going to expend a charge. I have four charges. Did he fly over there? He jumped. So, first. Did it look really easy for him? Yeah. It would have been hilarious if he just did. <laughs> like, he lands like face first 16? on the inside and knocks out all his teeth. 16 to hit? Yes. That hits. Nine. How much is fire damage? So that's two. He doesn't seem to be affected by the fire at all. Oh, he is a fire. He man. looks at you. I'm taking that bow back when this is over. Good luck. Um, and then I shoot him again. For my second attack. <laughs> you miss. <laughs> at the end of your turn, mm-hmm. it's done like this. Does a 17 hit you? 17 just hits me. He throws his hand out at you, and a bolt of fire strikes into you. He doesn't need the bow. Guess what? That doesn't hurt very you much. You take two damage. <laughs> <laughs> what was that again? I missed it. <laughs> Alright, so it is now Olek's turn, followed by Bitsy. Okay, that's a big angel thingy. Um, <laughs> Rage. So I'm going to go ahead and frenzy while I do this. Okay. Just because, you know, this thing's really big. and um, Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, attack the, the gigantic... Yeah, I'm going to move... Within range, and then attack this gigantic uh, angel-looking thingy. Okay. That would be a tw- 27 to hit. <laughs> 27 to hit the angel? Yeah. Passes straight through it. Oh, no. She My magic axe, axe pit passes straight through it? Mm-hmm. Didn't even move to block it. It just passes right through. I'm going to use my second attack to attack that skeleton. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Just... <gasps> yeah, no. I'm very not happy about that. Less happy soon. Ooh, uh, that would be a nat 20. Uh, that does almost hit. Oh, almost. <laughs> Man, that's a 9 and a 9. That. So that's plus 5, a 23. And wait... And another nine. So that's, uh... Shatters to pieces in one hit. Okay. I feel better about myself. Alright, it is now Bitsy's turn. So I can be in that square where her weapon is? No? Yes? No. Can I be here, I guess? You can be there. Yeah, I'm just... I'm a hyena, by the way, so I make it. Um... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Bitsy, her form shimmers and she becomes a hyena. She charges over there. Rip is thrown out again. That was really good last time. Does a 19 hit him? Yep. Sure hope so. Nine damage. So now, anyone who's paying attention, and they may not be at this point, then just lets out this just growl and starts to glow. I'm paying attention. 
You're, you're definitely... I think I'm near enough that I would just kind of notice. <laughs> and his form shifts into a much larger, much more angry-looking wolf, who is ethereal in his own way. Who's his spirit? If I wasn't frenzy-raging, I would love that so much. I just and look he... over and I'm just like, He's like, and he got growls, Spawneth, Gabranth, your time has come. Go, Kenta, go. Go eat somebody else. makes it there. All right, it is now the layer's turn again. Although, if I was a warhorse, I could go farther. I need... I just went to, like, Photoshop. Yeah, that's where I went. Olik and Bitsy to make a dexterity saving throw. I can see it. No, huh? no, no. Oh. It's the entire space. I can see the entire space. <laughs> can you see it all at once? You can't see the cause of it. You can't see like a reason why this is happening. Oh, <laughs> that was not a good noise. Uh, An eight. You are both knocked prone. Ah, bollocks. Oh. Um, also, I need you two to make strength saving throws as well. Nat 20. <laughs> You're good. Yay, since I'm raging, I gain advantage on strength well, checks. I have That's good. Right behind me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, advantage is saving oh. my life right now. <laughs> oh, 18 plus 4, so a 22. A wind buffets across this at the start of the turn, and you hold on, and it doesn't push you towards the hole in the center. I'm prone, it'd be pretty hard to push me. Um, so now, it helped not it is Absence's turn. Kizzy, you'll be up after Spawner. Um, I would like to shoot a magic crossbow bolt. That's fine. It's a nat 20. Oh, that hits. 11 plus one. Well, that hits him, and it, it does seem to phase him quite a bit. Olik, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw without advantage because you're prone. Because I'm... Okay. Uh, thank you very much, my everything. Did you make a dexterity saving throw as well, Pitsy? A non-natural yep. 20. Unnatural. Twelve. You take twenty damage. Olik, you take ten. There's another burst of light from the angelic figure. He does it sears across your, your form, Bitsy, and it kind of hits across you as well. You kind of dodge out of some of it. That is Swanus. No, actually that's his spirit guardian attack or his guardian of faith attack. You can move through allies. You two will get a tax opportunity. They're prone. Oh, but Oriana gets one. But Oriana gets one, and she crit. Would <laughs> would Kizzy's spirit weapon also get one? Yeah. She did 15 damage to him. I don't think five hits. Nope. Olek needs to make a charisma saving throw. This is the the round of charisma sa- or for saving throws for for Olek. A 16. You feel Spawneth's mind try to push into your mind, and again you're like, nope. Get the heck out of my mind. Oh, and, you, and you force his mind out. Oh, thank goodness, because Bitsy's right there. I don't <laughs> need to do that again. So that big is dog. the turn. It is now Kizzy's turn. Uh, oh, also, Kizzy, the weapon misses you. Completely whiffs. At the top of the round, you did see more power drawn out of a ball and rest. I wish there was somebody to stop that. Shoot, if I move from there to there, he I think gets... we should not kill a ball and rest. It's probably a really bad idea. So they don't, like, what do they do? They well, we get paid that way. Okay? Yeah. They, they look like they're both still okay. It seems like there is, pa- I mean, there's power being drawn out of them. They're losing spell slots. I'm going to use Guiding Bolt on Blondie over here. So did you do the magic on the altars time? I did identify. On the altar? Yes. It's magical. Yeah, it's like, is it like huge magic? It is an insane amount of magic. It kind of frazzled my brain a little. 
Like, it didn't hurt, but it just kind of, like, overload. He was smoking from his ears. <laughs> no, I know. I was just seeing if I tried to cast something. I don't think it would do anything. I got a well, 16. Maybe if I, I cast it on them instead of... That hits? Maybe. 23 damage. Wow. <laughs> nice so shot. Y'all are messing me up with this not getting possessed stuff, you guys. Again, however, <laughs> on the end of your turn, Kizzy, Bitsy, I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Twelve. You're blind. Oh no. Spawneth throws his hand out at you. Goes, it's about time you were dealt with, and your vision goes black. Trying to get my smell. I was like, well, I'm a flipping hyena, so I can smell him. I can hear him. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she can't attack anymore. You can also touch her. Yeah, but it kind of throws the other planet out of it. <laughs> or taste him, yeah. Yeah, give him a gold taste. Alright, it is now Oriana's turn. I miss with her first attack, and just barely miss with her second attack. No! Sorry, guys. She's trying. You distracted. She, she did get a critic. Now Thorn's turn. Um, hanging into attack. That is Cabranth over there? Uh, Spawnth over there. Spawnth. Okay. So I get advantage, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, is a 27 hit? Yes. Okay. I saw the four at first, and I was like, no. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> so I saw the four, and I was like, yes. 18 damage? It is then Gabrant's turn. Hey, buddy. Give me back that bow. Kizzy, you get an attack opportunity if you wish. Ooh, a 19 base. All right, that definitely hits. So Time. Any, any, All right. Would you like to make a charisma saving throw? Five. Yes. He's got range Sorry. Oh wait, no six. That's oh that that made all the difference. He just kind of looked at you, and says, "I want that bow back." He disappears. You take the bow with him? No, you um are no longer in control of your body. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom then. It is oh. time's turn. I pee. Um, actually, time. Uh, mm-hmm. I pee. Sorry. <laughs> My body, so but he knows luck. he knows the bow. It has three charges. It did. I just think it's hilarious if time gets back into his body, the bow has more charges, more charges, <laughs> charges than it started with. Um, that might happen. It's time's turn. You see time suddenly turn and shoot over here. Olik, you take five damage, five fire damage. Uh, it is now Olik's turn. You have two charges left in the bow. Okay. He used two and regained one. He's not wearing the amulet, though. What's tuned to it? Doesn't say wearing. But you use this dice, right? I didn't. I didn't have to roll to attack. Why not? I did the molten. I did the molten ground attack. I'm gonna stand up and choose half my movement. Yep. Right. I'm gonna move here. So I'm gonna go ahead and. Okay. I'm actually just going to attack with my first attack. Twenty. Twenty-four. Does that hit? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, then both of these hit, which means. Um, whenever you have advantage on a melee attack roll and you make, or you make with the weapon and hit, uh, you can knock down the target, or you can knock the target prone if the lower of the two die would hit as well. So, I'm knocking him prone. Okay. I'll do 14 damage, and with my second attack, I'm going to attack again. He's got triple advantage. Rina, what are you doing? Um, I'm guessing a 20 will hit, and a... 14 won't? It's true. Okay. Ooh. Oh, that's max damage. Uh, so that will be 17 damage. Wow. All right. 
Carry on. Yeah, no, because I'm frenzied. I can make another attack, can't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's just make a third attack. Beat him while he's down. A 26 will hit, then yes. I'm guessing. Okay. And... Six damage. It is now uh, Betsy's turn. I'm dropping my hyena. Okay. And I'm going to Dire Wolf, because they have Kenta keen proves. here and smelling. Hmm? Said Kenta. <laughs> assume her, her sight doesn't come back when she does that? Nope. So you can attack him with straight attack. Yeah. I figured, because I'm blind and then... Lana's having a bad day. Oh, oh my god. That, that hits. If the target is a creature, it must succeed on a deep saving throw or be not. Well, he's already prone. There you go. Nice and stay prone. <laughs> he's prone to falling over. He's falling and I can't get up. <laughs> he is very old. <laughs> we should be kinder to the elderly. Now the layer's turn. Oh, crud. Which is really cool. I need Olek and Bitsy. And Oriana to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm guessing I can't see. Oh, You're not seeing this coming. An unnatural 20. 17. Oriana gets hit by it pretty bad. You two both take 5 damage as this fire here explodes. Also, I need you two to make a strength saving throw. I get advantage on that. Top of the turn is really gross. Mm-hmm. Absent, it will be your turn. Does time go before or after Kizzy? After. After. Okay. I got a 16. Okay, you both feel buffed by the wind, but are not pushed in towards the center. I don't know about you guys, but I've been having an excellent encounter so far. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta knock him down pretty well. And just wail on him. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm possessed. Well, I may do something. Just because he's on the ground and I can't shoot him. Between everyone, anyway. I would like to cast Suggestion on time. He has to make a Wisdom saving throw. Okay, what's your suggestion? Why don't you sit down and take a little break? Let's see what happens on uh, your brand stream. Okay, as a bonus, a I would like to <laughs> heal like, word. Oh, I hope it wasn't all of my okay. speed in there. I really like getting healing words. Alright, well, while you're doing your healing word, spawn its turn. He did not regain his possession ability. Uh, I need Olic, Bitsy, and... Oriana to make dexterity saving throw. A 19. Okay. You both take 10 damage. Wow. And Oriana takes 20. And How's the, Oriana looking? And the angel fades. She's looking okay. Kind of rough, though. But And as that last burst goes out, that angelic figure fades. That was a good 4th level spell. He casts another spell on himself. Stand up too. He does stand up. Uh, it is now Kizzy's turn. I should know, since I have one myself, that a spiritual weapon cannot be defeated. Oh, thank you, spiritual weapon. <laughs> Take eight damage. You do know a spiritual weapon cannot be defeated, or be damaged. I'll do my bonus action first. That hits. Yes. You guys are rolling really well for attacks. Not so well what to say. Nine. Time, you feel Gabranth get hurt inside of you. She hit spot spot it. I know. Oh. Um, I'm they going to cast damage. Healing Word on time. Okay. Uh, my hit points are full. I just I don't think that Calm Emotion is going to do what no. I want it to because he's not. you're not frightened or charmed. You're possessed and mm-hmm. having... I don't have anything that fights possession. You do have turn of dead. I forget about that because it's not in my cards. I also have Destroy Undead now that I'm level 5. Yeah, but it might be a little high level. For those. Um... <laughs> 
I guess I'm going to walk right up to time. But... You can stay there. Is that, isn't turn on dead range? I don't want to be far away. I want to be right next to you. <laughs> she wants to be right in front oh, of my face. Skeleton's going to she... go too. And I present my holy symbol and I just speak a prayer. Get the fuck out of my friend. <laughs> to be within 30 feet. So this guy goes and then. Okay. I don't think that affects him. Five. Does it say any kind of. Does it any undead? Time hears things, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So you heard that, right? Yep. Okay. Your friend. You called him a friend. Yeah. It just says undead that can hear and see me within 30 feet. I have to make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, it turns away for a minute. And it takes... Or until it takes damage. You get shoved out? <laughs> it runs. I want to go it's just I like, mean, he, he oh. bursts out of him. He can't be there because he failed his saving throw. Does that thing get an attack of opportunity against me? Since I left it. Yep, but it misses. Question, do I get an attack of opportunity against the skeleton since it ran away? No. <laughs> it is now Oriana's turn. Oriana is going to heal herself. She's a war priest. And she can do that. So she she heals herself for a solid chunk. Does Savannah still have like the glowing bolt around him? Huh. No, that's faded a long time Dang ago. It. A little waste. It's that's okay. alright. She did damage too, and that was a that was a good shot. Yeah. Uh it is now Thorne's turn. Followed by Gabrand. Uh, it's like, does my suggestion work on him or time? Time sits down. <laughs> it was on him is what I was going with because he was technically the one in control I of the I really bond. hope he just sits and stares at the wall. <laughs> right over to the wall and sat down. I can't get any further. I need to take a break. I'll just start like, walking this way and then channel him down there. <laughs> in the bit. It lasts for a minute. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot at uh, the one that's not running away. That's that's the worst. <laughs> Seventeen. Okay. Then I deal eighteen damage. You see, Gabranth kind of wins in pain. Spawn flinches in pain. He winces because he hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> on the end of Spawn's turn, he casts Calm Emotions on Gabranth. That's bull. Well. I wasn't really going to say anything, but I kind of don't damage the Gabrand persona. So, That's true, because he's dead. But it also breaks suggestion. Does it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he frightened, then, for me? Nope. Mine's not frightened. Well, he's now calm-emotioned, so it no longer affects him. This yeah. doesn't? And neither charm nor calm-emotion, oh, or nor, nor frighten affect him anymore. Crap. Brant's turn. He throws his hand out towards you guys. Rude guy. Uh, Seven fire damage as the ground bursts into flames beneath Olek and Bitsy. It is now is the other time's turn. still burning? Yep, the other fires are still burning. Okay. Yeah, I'll shoot him with his own arrow again, but I'm not going to expend any flame charges just because it doesn't do much. That is... That hits. That's... I just rolled an 18. Yep, that hits. That's that 11 damage. Okay, and then I'm just going to do that again. That hits. Yep. Uh, that's five damage. Getting some arrows in him. I mean, they, they pass through, which you can see it does it, it damage. It seems to take a little bit with them. It is now Gabrant's turn. He sits down. No. <laughs> nope, he's free of that. Uh, does a 17 up. hit you, Kizzy? I think it does. Yeah. Is it 14? No. You not. take nine damage. <laughs> okay, so it is now. Oh, it's turn. All right. 
Come I'm on. guessing if I end my turn in the fire, I'm going to take fire damage. Yes. That is ideal. I'm going to move right here. And uh, since I'm still frenzied, I'm going to attack with advantage. Yep. This is nice. Um, prone with my nat 20 and my 18. Both of those plus 9. Dead. He might be. <laughs> oh, they're both gonna possibly die. Um, so that's three d twelve. Thanks, I crit. I didn't think that through. Twenty six damage. Twenty six damage. Twenty six damage. Okay. Wait. Plus five. <laughs> Thirty one damage. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Roll for your next attack. Will do. Oh, he's also prone. Oh, he's prone already. <laughs> 24 hits. Yep. You know, for all the crap you guys rolled last time, you're making up for it today. That I mean, it's yeah. probably better this way. So that will be a 16 damage. And as my bonus, I'll take my third attack. <laughs> of course you do. 47 damage already. Oh. oh. Didn't make it. That's 16. That's 16. This is AC. Okay, well... So you hit. Then I hit, and uh, it's a little tuckered out from those two hits. No, it was a seven and a seven. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be seven damage. So you only dealt fifty-four <laughs> damage in your one turn. To be fair, yeah, only. You did only deal twenty-seven damage to him. <laughs> right, because twenty-seven split. Mm-hmm. That's He's okay. looking really bad. Fitzy's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad if I left him at one hit point. He's healing every turn because of the amulet. Every t- And you, you've seen it. Every time the pulse goes out of them, he kind of brightens. They're both healing every turn. So it's 17 hits, right? Oh, yeah. Nine. How would you like to kill <laughs> Svaneth again? <laughs> in wolf form. Like Crone again. Everywhere. In wolf form again. Are you going to pull off his head again? Yep, totally the same way. All right, so... Not again. Sequence of events. I mean, he looks at you with hatred as you bear down, you tear his head off. And also, you can't see. <laughs> right, just... I'm blind. Like... <laughs> you can Which, hear the breathing. That fades as soon as you, you bite down. So I you... can see again. So, the, the form, the, the solidarity of the form fades, and the spirit lifts up into the air. And he's kind of got this, like, arrogant smirk on his face. It's like... You can't kill me until this very angry, very yes. hungry wolf yes. that has been trying to kill this guy for five millennia launches at him with this just ravenous snarl. And he has this moment of realization one moment too late as this wolf passes through him and the red spirit form just disperses into Kentha. Kentha looks really pleased right now. <laughs> Good boy. He ate a whole man. <laughs> he, he ate, ate a, a whole man. Going for seconds kid. now. That was Kentha's turn. That's awesome. Damn. So I probably turn and look at the other king and just drop his head. He like rolls down. <laughs> Make sure the king's looking at me. Yeah. Okay. It's... Now the layer's turn. <laughs> Bitsy, Olik, and Oriana, I need to make strength saving throws. <laughs> oh, no. oh, 
She's on her second beast shape of the day. Yeah. Oh god, I had to transform the wind so that I could smell can't. him. Wait. Because I was blind. Yeah. Knock him into the hole. The one that blows the wind is dead. So. But this is not him. It's yeah. the layer. It's the layer. It's yeah, the the layer. layer. You should make a dexterity saving throw, Bitsy. Oh, no. oh, I got a 21, so I, I think I'm fine. <laughs> oh, so god. you actually fall over the edge and are holding onto the edge. Sweet. I buy that scroll of flight. <laughs> Ocean of flight. Yeah. <laughs> no On the, oh, and that's God. the passive layer action. Three more skeletons form out of the dust between you and Gabran. <clears throat> Rastin and a ball have more power drained out of them. Oh, now it's only going to one guy though. Okay, it is now Absinthe's turn. I cry. <laughs> um, I kind of move in there, and I'm gonna shoot at this skeleton. Just. 13. That hits. Oh, Do I add dex to damage? Yes. Okay. Eight. Okay. Eight damage to the skeleton. It is now Spawneth's turn. Oh, wait. It is now Kizzy's turn. Just rub it into this undead guy who's totally got eaten. Who's now dead. He's like forever. He's dead. now actually dead. Would you allow me to move this from here to like this square here? It floats, doesn't it? I just, it can only move 20. Um, no. I would let you move it to, like, there. Okay. So, you can move if you want. Um... I wish I had turned on it. No. I'm it's gonna okay, use I think you did myself. <laughs> Okay. Oriana does not move away to help you guys fight. She, she stays with the ball. Thorn, it's your turn. Well, I'll make a beeline down here. Let's see. I'm gonna use my dash. So you're trying to get over to her? Yeah. Okay. Can you get there? Yeah. I'm gonna, for my action, use uh, the gaseous form potion I have. Okay. For me? Yes. Okay. So now you have gaseous form, which means you you have a move speed of ten now, but you're a cloud gas. And you can drop it as an action. All right, cool. Uh, it is now Gabrant's turn. Away. He misses both of his attacks against Kizzy. Woof, woof. He backs Wonderful. up. Time's All right, turn. it is Time's turn, followed by Olek. I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave. Cover your ears. This is gonna be loud. They all fail. Okay. Every single one of them fails. Um, we got a one, a four, and a two. Uh, that's nine damage, and they all get pushed ten feet away. And then I'm going to do an this action surge. This is a heart. So I'm gonna shoot him. But first, Gabranth, I have a question. Are you scared? And then I shoot him. I sure hope he is. <clears throat> this is not how they expected day to go. Uh, well, that's <laughs> I mean, seventeen on the roll, like so that hit. Just... No, so, so that's doing... four damage, All right. and I'm going to do my second attack. Uh, that hits, because that's just a 16 on the roll, and that is uh, 11 damage. Yeah, he's hurting. Oh, like your turn. Yeah, I'll take you back. Damn it, I wish you hadn't moved. Mm. Ah, it's okay. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm full health. If, no, I if have, I'm to um, come running from here and have. jump, would I land here? You could theoretically land there, yeah. So it's I will move 5, 10. Make an athletics check. So that's a 22, yeah. and I can continue my movement, correct? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to attack this skeleton. Yep, you are. Since I'm using my axe, does a 15 hit the skeleton? Mm-hmm. Not again. 12 damage. All right. <clears throat> it breaks apart. Technically, I have a second. You do? I have throw weapons. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and not focus on him right now. I'm going to throw an axe to this skeleton here. Okay. A 23 to hit? Yep. 1d6 plus 4. Uh, 7. 
Seven damage. So I'm going to throw another axe at that same skeleton. How about an 11 to hit? That hits. Oh, okay. Uh, that will be 10 damage. The axe bursts through it. It is now Bitsy's turn. So could I just go up? Mm-hmm. Like here? Mm-hmm. By floating right here again. Okay. This cloud Bitsy goes up. God, it's her soul. And then Kempa eats that. <laughs> Alright, the layer is gonna go. What does the layer want to do? It wants to day. retreat. It wants to blow me in that direction. Alright, so at this point, a ball kind of cries out in pain a little bit. And she actually kind of goes to her knees. Uh oh. I mean, she's still conscious, but it's no longer dragging spells out of her. Oh, now it's dragging. What about Rastin? Rastin's okay. He's still, I mean, he's looking. He's a wizard. He has way more spell slots than a bard. Um, I need Olic, Time, and Kentha to make a dexterity saving throw. That's part of the room's not even active. And Kentha. It's just not as active. Oh, I'm pretty sure I passed that. That is an 18 plus 5. I don't have advantage. So that's 23. The ground shakes beneath you. Actually, Kizzy, you do too. What did you get? Yeah, 20. You're like, whatever, you kind of dance on the ground. All of you stay standing. Even with my seven? Oh no, you fall flat on your face. Okay. I was really surprised there for a second. So yeah, the ground shakes and you go prone. It is now Absinthe turn. Well, at least I it was like it, but I don't think that okay. like an eight hits. No. Yep, misses, unfortunately. That's okay. Um, is anybody low on health? I'm at fourteen. Um you have a look at but You might wanna heal. Oh, she or can also heal. Yeah, she said she was gonna take care of that. That's true. I could use some, uh, some, some heals. Some healing word. Yeah. Healed. You get healed for seven. Woo, seven. At the end of your turn, Absinthe, God, he it wasn't throws it out. Face. Um, you take three damage after the being reduced. It was six damage. Oh no, I've taken one hit point of damage. Real hit points. Real hit points. I gotta start stepping up my game here. I've been possessed Just focus Daniel. <laughs> Can't be possessed again. Oh, no. I haven't lost. <laughs> I haven't lost. <laughs> you have a cracker. Why? <laughs> There's only people that are right here have already been attempted to be possessed. Oh, there goes my plan for this round. And then one of them is the divine being. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there we go. Possess Kentha. Yeah, just shh. And eaten. <laughs> 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 it's now Kizzy's turn because it isn't Swanus. Sure isn't. Sacred Flame. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, I think he makes it. 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made it. Sweet. No damage for me. I live to see another day. Oriana <laughs> does go over here and she heals a ball. So you can't see her expression. She's got a full helmet on. Thorin, your turn. <sighs> I guess I'll use my bonus action to dash to get over here and I'll shoot at. Get Brant. Sure. That one. Man, it's so much more fun if there were three kings. Well, I guess I don't get advantage on this one. Either. Man, I so yeah, love gonna... that you guys fell for my trap. Because we could have been attacking them. You could have immediately attacked them and they've got no layer actions. I'm going to hold action and... Yeah, because uh, it seemed weird that they were so willing to... to talk. Shoot him. Okay. If someone gets close enough to get advantage. Okay. Basically, as soon as I get advantage, I'll do it, but... If anyone gets close, that's really kind of what I'm Brant's turn, then. Probably get there. That's what I want to do. Ooh, natural 20. Because of my advantage. Olek. Yes. 
You take 19 necrotic damage. Well, I'm glad I healed him. Yikes. He's only down to two. Yep. Could only down to two. Time, your turn. So would I fire now or after? No worry. You can do it now. I'm going to grab him and ask... I asked you a question. Are you afraid yet? And I'm going to perform Shocking Grasp. Okay. That's so a dramatic. terrible roll, please. They have been kind of throwing shade at each other the entire time. Yeah, so... 23. That hits. That is... 13. Uh, that is a 21. to hit. That's... So that is 13 points of damage. Olek, it is your turn. Okay. And it's mine. <laughs> I'm going to stand. What? Are you going to bore him or anything? Like, he doesn't need to. He's right there. Um, okay. Well, while he's getting up, does, I'm just going to be like, does he didn't... a 24 hit? <laughs> and does a... Well, then a 27 hit. Uh, so he's not <laughs> prone. Oh, this is a bad day for Gabrath. He made his choices. So as he was knocked down, I looked down and was like, I asked you a question. Now he's going to axe you a question. <laughs> um, I kill swash- time. <laughs> what are you a swashbuckler? Time. 15 damage. For the first. Okay. With your pun-based um, attack strategy. I'm not even writing it down. <laughs> An 18. Okay, so then the... Uh, the higher one will also hit, so he's knocked more prone. Back knock back on his feet. That one will be 16 damage. Okay. And as my bonus, I'll go ahead and attack. A 20 will hit. Yeah. And a 21 will hit, so he's knocked even more prone. So knock back, down, back yeah. onto his feet, oh, then it's prone. Oh, like that scene from um, Avengers where he just keeps hitting him into the ground. <laughs> just puny king. And 13 <laughs> damage that time. How would you like to take out Gabrant? <laughs> yes, I was so Again. worried I was going to have left him standing. <laughs> well, well, on, you didn't on his standing. face, pretty much. <laughs> um, you cut him in half last time. Yeah, last time I cut him half. This time I swung three times to kill him, so... Uh, a dozen pieces of Garanth fall on the floor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come the with the first one hitting across the shoulder and dragging through, the second one coming the opposite way, and then the third one will go right down the middle. Just a flash of steel. kind of form falls apart. Next turn would be Bitsy's, followed by Kentha, who lets out this just gleeful growl and consumes the soul of Gabranth as well. Who didn't have that that smirked look on his face because he knew he was about to Oh, yeah, because he, he's like, oh, I know how this is going to go. Oh, I feel good about myself. The happy flames dissipate. For happy bonuses. Do the skeletons still the stick around? Skeletons do yeah. still stick around. So I guess Bitsy would get to go if you want to try to attack a skeleton on your turn. Well, you have, you have to turn. I guess you can't attack. You have to turn out a mist for him. Come on. I'm going to do it. You're going to try and kill me? Knock you unconscious. 17 hit you? 17 hits. Take two damage! Alright, I dropped to one hit point. No! Because he's a high four. No! <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead. Okay. Oh, you got right. so far. I got so far. So, but in the end. Absinthe, what do you want to do in your turn? Shoot the skeleton, I assume? Sure. Or shoot time. <laughs> shoot, shoot time. Shoot time in the face. Last yeah, I was like, All right. Point. Kizzy, it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, Sacred Flame. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. Doesn't make it. Oh, buddy. 
damage. All right. So, Thorin, I'm going to say you're able to take out the other skeleton. There's almost no hit points left. Sure. And the flames die down. The battle ends. And as soon as both the kings have passed, finally, the red glow kind of fades in these areas. And they actually become kind of more golden. Well, in these two areas. But the blue... But the blue remains. And so Rastin and Abal kind of let out these sighs of relief and kind of step back away. And Oriana is, like, immediately at Abal's side, making sure she's all right. I, uh, go over to Rastin and pat him on the back. I need to go talk to Kenta. Because <laughs> he would go ask Rastin. If he I need to talk healing. to Kenta. I need a drink. I avoid the dog. <laughs> he does not need healing. He's all right. He only lost spells lots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Kentha does sit back, looking mightily pleased with himself. I mean, does his tongue come out? Oh, yeah. Aw, <laughs> oh, what a good boy. I ate a big meal. I helped. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I go over and... Um, You're gonna tongue lash I'd, the I'd god? I him, um... So, I know you've got two of them, but what about the third? I shall keep hunting my prey and let you know if I hear anything. Do you have any idea? None. I didn't even know that the... I didn't even know how to find this prey until you came along. Well, you're welcome. No, thank you. Bye-bye. He actually (laughs) kind of gets down really close to you. And I mean, it's terrifying because you could fit into his mouth, as we discussed. Yeah. And he does go down, noses your amulet, (laughs) and you get another bead. Hopefully we'll hunt prey again together. It was fun. How's your lesson doing? Amulet so colorful now? The mistress is doing good to hear. Should I pass along your greetings? <sighs> yes, because she would be angry if I didn't. See you later, little pup. Mm. He just. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Did we hear that? A little awkward. Oh, well, if you were busy, heard it. it. It's not that hard to hear. And it's not super loud, but I'm sure there was who hears hear time start talking to the wolf, seeing as everyone's a little bit kind of. Sensitive to, to time right now. Time sensitive? <laughs> I tried so hard not to phrase it that way. <laughs> Can't not. Right, but I, I did. So, Raston reaches down, and he seems very weary, and he pulls out the amulet he's got. And there's now kind of a golden glow. And the, the, the reddish glow to his has faded a little bit, and it's more golden colored. Doesn't look like... Same shape. Therapies. Same shape. It was before. A ball gets up and she is extremely tired and she picks it up out. And same thing, hers is green with the golden glow to it. Yeah, those cake parts, those are gone. Can I use masculine word on everybody? You can. Oh, that would be wonderful. You could also take a short rest, too. Um, I mean, there's a door that has like a an ambulance-safe thing in it. What does Raston say? I think Rastin says, hey, you guys should take a short rest, because Bullock's on one hit point. <laughs> Rastin's never seen me transform, has he? No. <laughs> he was really paying too much attention to it. He does see you kind of shape drop out of it, and he's kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> you guys rest, if, and if you want to use hit die to heal yourselves, go for it. Um, you, it. Rastin, hands you the amulet and says, if you want to try using one on the door, feel free. I want to get seven hit points. I go examine the door. Okay, you go. Doesn't look like the amulet would fit. Yeah, amulet would fit in there. Rastin uses identify on the short rest, and the the, the king's part of the spell is gone. 
they're still there. There's kind of a lingering effect of what they modified it with. It's really cool. Okay. Did the lights fade? Yes. The lights do, in fact, fade. Bam! Except for the blue one. No, blue one fades now that they've been removed and deactivated. Oh. But if there's, it's still blue. These have just kind of turned more to, like, golden gem like a, color. Like topaz. topaz, what I was thinking, yeah. About how much is a topaz worth? I don't think you're going to be able to get these out of here. I mean... You could try. Raston might recommend against it. Okay. You might need this place again. Good point. Yeah, we got it. Raston would ask, I, like, I want to study this place. So, you wanted to go take the amulet to the door? Yeah. So you take the amulet, you put it in the door, it shifts in, goes up, you're taking the amulet up, or goes, goes in there, and you find a small room, 10 by 10 square with a couple of alcoves, and there is, in each alcove, there's a small pile of golden gems, yeah, and a few still... items. That's for Raston to identify them for it, if he, has yeah, the, if he still has the spell slots for it. So, you find 1,000 copper pieces, 4,000 silver pieces. I've got the thing yeah, right, right in hand. 2,000 gold pieces and 120 platinum. You find an assortment of gems, 14 of them. They seem like they're really nice quality. You also find a shield, a light crossbow, a set of bone pipes, and a staff that has kind of a snake head. I'm sorry, it's just because it'd be like, holding your shield, and she'd pull this. We're like, hey, does anyone need a shield? <laughs> so, what the... Let's have an identified. Is he? Okay. <laughs> Did you use your identified? Oh, I'm not I haven't used it okay. yet. So, Rastin, he'll, he'll like, um, he will tell you that the shield and crossbow are both just a magical, plus one magical enchantment on them. I want that crossbow. Ooh, now you got a magical crossbow and magical crossbow bolts. The pipes are called the Pipes of Haunting. Ooh, Halloween. The, yeah, the staff yeah. is called the Staff of the Adder. It requires a tune by a cleric, warlock, or druid. Can I take the light crossbow? Yes. Yeah. Go for it. And can I take this freaking pipes? Uh, you're the yeah. only one here who can play it. Um, I could uh, try, but... Mm, unless you're proficient Are you proficient with wind instruments? No, oh. stringed. Mm. I might like the staff of nobody else. I think you're the only staff. I <coughs> technically cast it. I'm... I like Macy. So, your AC goes up by one with the shield. Raston waits until all of you are ready. And when you're ready, you guys will depart. On the way out, he does kind of look at Todd. Does he have any more spell slots? He has a spell slot for this. Oh, okay. Touches Todd on the head, casts Greater Restoration. It's kind of this glow goes over him, and the stone fades. And as Todd becomes an enemy, he goes, Just showed you, Rastin. That's Oh, Rastin! Hi! Oh, <laughs> but I... What? I... How long was I... Here? I'm dusty. Where, where did everyone... <laughs> the group of us walks out like... Who the hell... Hey, a ball! Hi, Todd. <laughs> I mean, ball still looks pretty rough. Todd, Todd, what's a gun? Oh, I can tell you all about guns. And on the way out of the tomb, you have to listen to this rat folk talking excitedly about gunpowder and explosives and... I am enraptured. Merle's <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> You're telling me it burns with the application of some sort of fire or spark. Absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. No other, no, like, magical need to do it. It just no. does it. Yeah. <sighs> it's like a foot in steel. 
Did Kenta leave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. After okay. he called me a little pup, he was just like, see ya, suckers. Absinthe doesn't really care about all the spiritual stuff. Like, I care, but I'm not, it's like, Ooh, You're not invested. You're not. Yeah. You're but really, the you, fact that you were called little pup. You don't want it to affect that part in a negative way. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is still, like, <laughs> It's like, I'm going to watch the spirit stuff because I haven't not used to this. I could write a song about well, this. This is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, my God, I have dirt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So you guys make it out. The boat is waiting for you. It returns. It is well after midnight and actually getting into morning by the time you guys get back into Jarmalk. So you guys make it back home or back to Jarmalk, led back up to the prince's quarters and Rastin says, well, if you like, I'm going to go and do what I, I came here to do. Katie's going with him. She is invested in their relationship. I'd be interested. But yeah, he at this want point. everybody to go with him? He, he fe- feels that any of you who have earned right, he tells you all to hang back. He's like, I have just the spell slots left for this. And so he leads you in the tower and leads you to the top room where the, the statue of the princess is. And Xandin's standing there, standing guard. And he kind of comes to attention. Pretty successful. And Rastin pulls out the two, two amulets. Let's, let's hope this works. He walks up to the statue and he just takes this long look at it. Takes a deep breath. Holds the amulets out. And they start glowing bright gold. And you see that he strains and is super focused. And he just closes his eyes and holds them up. And you hear him chant the words to his spell. Just flood of golden light fills the entire room. And you all have to kind of cover your eyes and look away from that light. And as it diminishes, it just kind of diminishes to the statue, which is now glowing golden. And that glow fades. And there stands Princess Amea. And she, she's just she's still for a moment. And then she kind of stirs a little bit and starts to fall. And Rastin is just, he, he can't move quite in time to get her. But Zandon is there. Zandon grabs her. And kind of st- steadies her. Doesn't like catch her in his arms. And, and Rastin, like, he, he's like on his knees. Like barely breathing. And he's like, and he, he looks up and he weakly, get, weakly stands. And the princess is kind of trembling a little bit and she opens her eyes and looks around and she is just instantly very confused. Looks at all of you and, and looks at Rastin and she looks at Rastin and she frowns because she realizes Rastin looks older. Or something's different. She doesn't hasn't put older together. She's just like, Rastin, what's what's going on? That's a long story, my princess. I'll take the time to explain it to you in the morning. And she just, she just looks around and she, she understands something has happened because she doesn't recognize any of you. She looks at each of you with a little bit of a lot of concern and she looks at Zandon and Zandon actually has tears in his eyes. Rastin has tears in his, running down his face. tears. <laughs> and so she just holds on to, like she just jumps on to Rastin and like hugs him. And he, he holds her back and he, you can see he's trembling. And Zandon kind of steps back and kind of motions we should all leave. And we'll call it night. Across the blasting sands of the desert, a tall sylph woman stands at the top of a dune. Zakira throws her hood back as she feels the winds shift around her, 
sending her dark hair out in a wave behind. After a few minutes, she turns back and makes her way towards her oasis home. Somewhere in the south, the kobold Rufus pauses as he shifts the rocks near the bottom of an ancient catacomb. Grumbling to himself, he pulls out a small notebook and starts to take notes. The half-orc Thog sits at a bar, chatting excitedly with a friend and Annette while Selkie goes about closing down at the Bitsy Spider. Young Asmir Yuna is asleep in a chair near the back wall, and when none of the others are looking, Selkie, moving over on silent feet, covers the girl with her light cloak. And in a small house, in the still unclaimed parts of Old Kenya, Oriana stands guard over a weak and tired of all. The young woman protests, but only mildly, and more out of habit than anything else. She knows that her protector, her friend, won't leave her side until she is fully rested and recovered. Rastin talked with the princess late into the morning, telling her everything. He made no excuses, and only hoped that she could someday understand. And we could talk no more, he returned, weary but relieved to his tower to stare out at the new dawn on the horizon. He took in a breath for the first time in 14 years without the weight of crushing guilt on his chest. On his desk sat a pot of tea, brewed from the last of the leaves the young druid had given him. He still had many preparations to make, including talking to Kalis on behalf of Olek, but that would have to wait until later. As for the adventurers who would help free Princess Amea from her curse, they returned to their beds, exhausted but exhilarated, all except two of them, who broke off from the others before turning in for the night. slowly stretched across the sky. Time was able to grab Absinthe's attention without drawing the notice of the others. He wanted to speak privately. He needed someone's advice, and Absinthe seemed like the best choice at the moment. As the sun began to barely peek over the city walls, leaving their footsteps in shadow, the two made their way through the derelict city streets. The only sounds being the indistinguishable whispers of the events of that night, pocketed by some muffled laughter, and maybe accented by the hint of a flute on the wind. Time led Absinthe to an abandoned building of the mysterious shopkeeper. It was the perfect place to talk freely, since it was as empty as it always has been. Time motioned Absinthe to take a seat, and as he sat down, he said, I know I have trust issues. And at this point, I'm pretty sure it's hereditary. However, I'm going to, and I'm currently making an effort to fix that. In order for people to trust me, I need to learn to trust somebody besides myself. So this is me, putting myself out on a limb. I need your help. At this point, Time reaches into his pack, shakily pulls out the journal, and places it firmly on the ground between them. Can I trust you, Absinthe? 